day 927 quarantine uh, March. <sighs> Just March. Like, it's been 927 days of March. It's It's we been a rough... March yet. We have March, it's April. What? No, it can't yeah. be. It... I, Spencer, no! what rock are you living? <laughs> <laughs> My calendar says March 927. Oh. I guess that's just what it feels like. My puffs. <laughs> spinach puffs. Spinach. That's funny. That's oh, funny. boy. We're I fun. don't know. We're uh, fun. We're having a good time during this. We I mean, are having a good time. Hey, I'm, just enjoy yourself. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I don't mean to say that to belittle all the... The bad, awful stuff that's happening. I I don't mean that at all. Of course not. But you gotta you gotta be optimistic, and t- otherwise you're you're just a downer who's cooped up. You ever seen the movie Benchwarmers? I haven't, but I know what you're going to be talking about. The guy that Nick Swordson plays, who never goes yeah. outside because he's afraid of the sun. Yeah, don't be yep. like that. Weird. Um, I went for a walk the day before yesterday, earlier in the day. Uh, very nice outside, sunny. Yeah. I went to my local high school. No, the one where I, I went to high school, at Fruitport High School. They have a you know football field, track, and all that good stuff. Uh-huh. I just went there, did a few laps. There was a guy mowing the lawn on the football field, a couple other walkers, and a couple dog walkers. But, good. yeah, I really enjoyed it, minus the... Uh, the sickness bad surrounding... News. Not not even, well, the sickness surrounding and also the bad news about uh, Mr. Sanders, but I'm not going to get into yeah, that. No, we won't. But uh, before that, I took a walk the night before, and I actually had a really, really, really nice time. Good. Yep. Hey, you have a cool, like, custom mask, right? I do. I One of my mom's nurses made a mask for me and a bunch of other people. What does it have on a, it? It has uh, Star Wars stuff, like Stormtroopers and Vader and, you know, because I'm a Star Wars nerd. Well, you yeah. know, I mean, we how know. can you, you can't yeah, have anything duh. different. Well, I just got mine today, so I guess I'm official okay. badass. Well, you got a webcam here. Let me see it. Oh, I, it's in the car. Oh, okay. Never but mind. it's, uh, it's, okay. it's, it's Harry Potter. Ooh. I got I it from a, a woman at work. She Very was wearing cool. one, just like, "Hey, do you like my? What do you think? I knew you'd like." And I didn't, I didn't know that she knew that I liked Harry Potter. I think it was just, she was just making conversation. I'm like, "Yeah, I need to right. get me a cool custom one so I can fit in." She goes, "I have an extra one. You want it?" And I'm oh. like, "Yeah." What does it look like? Describe it. It has like different panels. It has the Hogwarts emblem, and it has Hermione Ooh. and Ron on it, and then just some oh. other little designs. You sent me a picture. Oh, yeah, that's Snapchat. Okay, okay, gotcha. That's cool. It is cool, but hey, you know what's cool? Are you recording? Am I Uh, recording? I'm recording, you're recording. I'm recording? Yeah. Oh, we got wrap-up, end-of-the-year awards, (laughs) Finn score, best outfits, top ten best five three moments, best three worst moments, all this and more on this wrap-up edition of Sequel Men, the podcast. Coming at you, not live from the British makeshift headquarters. Two men talk about the films you care about. Or don't. It's the Sequel Men Podcast, and it starts 
right now. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to a new episode of Sequelmen, the podcast. Here we are wrapping up our Austin Powers franchise, and my name is Christian Brigadall, and with me, separately, as always, is Spencer. Hi, how you doing? Good? Good. good. I'm doing good. How are you? Good. Thank really you for joining. Well. No. <laughs> You're <laughs> always here. No. <laughs> I live here. <laughs> okay. But I well, that's good. it for us today. <laughs> no, but no, as yeah, as, uh, as Christian said, we, we're, I don't know if he said, welcome to the Sequel Men podcast, but we are the Sequel Men, and we will, we are the podcast that is talking about the films you care about, or don't, and we're- Like we're Joel gonna, said. Like Joel said. Joel, <laughs> top of the show, bringing us in with his intro. Thank you very much, Joel. Thank the you, Voice Joel. Powie. You can follow him on Facebook at Voice of Joel. He has his own Facebook page now, specifically for his little recordings. He's been doing some funny little mm-hmm. uh, COVID-19 humorous takes. Respites. Yeah. yeah they, they've been they've been fun. He's, I, he's put out two of them. They're pretty funny. I like them. So shout out to Joel Powie, Joel the Voice. <laughs> he's the voice of the Laker marching van at Grand Valley State University as well. Our alma mater. So thank you, Joel. But we're the sequel, man. We're going to be... Stay healthy, planet yes, Earth. Yes, stay healthy, planet Earth. We're, we're taking listeners on an adventure through Hollywood's many franchises, and we're going to cover as many as we can until podcasts go out of style, which hopefully will be never, and we'll become rich and famous and become famous podcasters and influencers like, 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 like that Yeah, and then the novelty will wear off, and we will be as bad as Goldmember. Yeah, no. probably. <laughs> no. But we, no, we're in our, absolutely we, not. I'm at kidding. the end of every franchise, and, or... In simplest terms, any film that has a sequel, if we start running out of like bigger franchises, but we're going to try to keep it to at least three. But we'll mm-hmm. fall back on a couple shorter ones here and there. And then at the end, we're going to have a wrap-up show, which you are in currently, where we talk about our Finn score, which is our final important necessary score out of 100. Yeah. I didn't and screw it up this time. No, you didn't. And the criteria for that, I'll just say at the top, is the emotional impact the film's had on us personally. The storytelling, the characters, the visual style, and the music. A little hodgepodge of criteria right there for you. Yeah, I also yeah. have a couple. I have my, my usual end-of-the-year awards. We're going to be doing top three best moments, bottom three worst moments. And mm. I'm going to be doing top five best outfits. And I know okay. you have your own little top five that you're doing. Yeah, I'm going to be doing uh, top five lines. Very nice. Favorite and, lines. And I'll, 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 we'll feed off each other's, I'm sure. But yeah, yeah. We just had our own, we did it a little differently. Usually we have, you know, my awards that I do, and then we each have best moments. Well, which we, we will can have. do this moving forward. Yeah, too. just we each we have, have a thing. Yeah. Okay. That's... But we can also do one <laughs> cool. where we each have the same thing. <laughs> we each have the same thing, too. Uh, in Toy Story, the last one, Toy Story, we didn't do. A different thing. We just did three no. best, three worst. But man, I totally fumbled that one too. But not today, Zerg. Not today, Zerg. Ah. And I might not be today, Doctor Evil. I might be debuting a little rap single for you. I don't know. Oh yeah, Although I'm sure some one. listeners are like, "Hey, that's cool." I mean, he's he's not the most skilled rapper, but I like him. I like his lyrics; they're funny. And then I'd other buy people his are album. like, "Yeah." Other people are like, "Dude, I am." 
I'd buy Spency P's album. (laughs) I'm going forward 15 seconds until he's done because he can't stay on rhythm and he's just not good. (laughs) Eh, Well, you're entitled to your own opinion and you're probably more right than the people that like it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, and this part, this part's the yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was pretty spot on right there though, huh? Although that was due to your editing, but... (laughs) No, I just placed it there, kind of. It happened that way. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. It's always great when that happens. It is. It is. And it's great. Another thing that happened, another thing that's great when it happens is when we look back on a film franchise we maybe grew up on and we look back and take a trip down memory lane and catch stuff we didn't catch, which is exactly what we did with Austin Powers. Yeah. 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 Stick that in your pipe and smoke it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. That wasn't a repeat of that line. But anyway, where 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 do we go from here? Uh, We can just jump in. Yeah, jump in. Uh, I I don't think there's any deeper things we need to go with these. Go into with them. Yeah. Overall, this franchise, and I'm just gonna forewarn you, it's not gonna have a very high fin score compared to the other ones just because no. i can't compare it to like more serious right uh, it's almost films. a thing of its own you, if you were going to compare it to anything it would be if we did like a series of ben stiller or not ben stiller uh adam sandler yes films. or yeah. uh this is a much better version of whatever Tyler Perry tries to do with his whatever Mendias. the love guru was. Oh yeah, no. I never saw that. I probably never <laughs> I didn't will. either. But this is this this franchise kind of. Now he wasn't the first guy to. Uh, Mike Myers wasn't like the first guy to play multiple characters, but right. he's one of the more popular ones. You know, nineties, two thousands, and yeah, I think Eddie it's because he does with, it well. He does do it well because he's he's extremely talented with like his voices. Oh yeah, and man, his acting. I guess that's acting. He's he's a really good comedic actor. He's a good serious actor too. When he does it, he's talented. Like he he's very diverse. He can do mm-hmm. a lot of things. I found a lot of the best actors are come out of comedy, like yeah. Robin Williams, uh, Mike Myers. Yep. Uh, Kristen Wiig. She does more serious stuff now. Yeah, well, look at uh, a kind of a forgotten guy, but Jonah Hill. He was oh, yeah. only comedy, like just the raunchy teen high school humor. But then all yeah. of a sudden, he does Moneyball, gets nominated for an Oscar for Best Supporting mm-hmm. Actor. And then a couple years later, Wolf of Wall Street, nominated for Best Supporting Actor. And now he's doing serious films. Adam Sandler. He, he's a, he can do really well in a serious film. If he wants to. I, just, I don't think he's that interested. Every, like, ten years, he'll do a serious film that he's good at. Well, what was that? Uncut Gems. I haven't seen Me it yet. Me neither. But I, heard, I a, heard that he's very, very good in it. I he heard, deserved an Oscar now, yes, and he didn't get it. I heard that was a big snub. But he won for Best Actor for some awards. Yeah, and then he went off up. on the Academy. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, comedically, but he was... Right. He, he kind of... He let him know. I think Robin Williams is the one that comes to mind for me, just in dramatic acting. Yeah, yeah. Very, very good. But he Mike is. Myers, too. Mike Myers. I, what, what's a serious movie Mike Myers has been in? Well, it's a really small Inglorious role. Inglorious Bastards? Yes, that's a really small role. But 
in the brief minute that he's on there, he plays an English general and he's mm-hmm. very convincing. And then he's I, in, I didn't even know it was him. I know. I, I had to. Yeah. When the camera went in a little bit more, I'm like, oh, that's Mike fucking Myers. Okay. <laughs> but he's also in Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Me neither. It's on HBO. Go. Well, hey, there's something to add to your watch list. Yeah. You know who kind of paved the way for Mike Myers and the guys like Eddie Murphy and all these guys that play multiple characters is, I think, he was one of the better ones and one of the first to do the multiple characters because he was really versatile and really good. I've only ever seen him in one movie, but uh, Peter Sellers... Okay. He did. He did. Uh, uh, Pink Panther. I know that. I didn't know that, but because the only one I've ever seen was Doctor Strange Love and How I Learned to Love the Atomic Bomb. I haven't seen that. I know. It's... Shame on me. I'm a film student. I haven't seen that. Well, I saw that in high school in a class, and I was kind of oh, surprised. Man. But I was like, oh, an old black and white film. Oh, boo. But it was. It's like dark humor. Because it's a topic, it's atomic, like nuclear war and bombing stuff, but they make, it's a satire, is what it is, that's what it is, it's a satire, it's a really good satire, where he plays like three or four characters, but he's great in all them, and it's like, wait, is that the same? Because they're all so different. But we're talking right. about Austin Powers, paving the way for others to do this. Mm-hmm. And the, the thing about Austin Powers is it's such a, you, it's kind of a, like think of the premise, it's a parody of James Bond. Like yeah. those movies came out of the '60s, right? Or the '50s, starting yeah, with '60s, '50s. Uh, I'm not a Sean Connery. I'm not as well versed in 007 as I should. I'm be. honestly not. That's why I think we started out with Casino Royale before we got switched around here. But but the, it's just a fun concept, like this swinger from the '60s <laughs> being right. a secret agent named Austin Powers and playing off all the comedy. And just like not just taking itself seriously. Ramping it up to like 11. Oh, yeah. Well, I would say, okay, so on the dial, International Man of Mystery is probably like a nine. Okay. Or eight or a nine on the silly scale or ramp, oh, cranking right. it up there. Yeah. But uh, The Spy Who Shagged Me turns it up to 10 and maybe Goldmember up to 12 or something. It kind of goes over. Overkill. Over the window <laughs> with Goldmember a little yeah. bit maybe. But <clears throat> Excuse me. Overall, I like the whole, the three of them. I like all three of them. The quality gets better and better with each one film-wise. I mean, I was just watching clips before we started recording and um, International Man of Mystery. You can see the film grain because it was, what, 96 it came out? 97, I think. Wow, tough competition with Titanic. But, uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Honestly, um, I'd, I'd rather watch Austin Powers. Are you serious? Yeah, well, if you're I'm, looking I'm for a good a time, <laughs> I don't wanna... if you're not looking for a downer, no. But, what, you a know, disaster funny, film I that actually, wasn't directed by the guy who did Day After Tomorrow, or what's his name? I do not know why I was allowed to see Titanic in theaters, but I did. I went with my family and saw it. Really? Was, was that what? What year did that come out? 97. So I, I was believe. 6. 
96, actually, and then it got so the Oscars in 97, yeah. So I was five. I remember. That's another. 95 the drawing was a big scene. year for me. Yeah, I remember. Oh, 95 was a big year. <laughs> well, yeah, because Toy me. Story was the first movie that I remember going to see in theaters. And then that year, why, how is it's weird that I just happened to remember. No, 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 no. Toy Story was 95. You said Titanic was 96, right? Yes. Either way, I was young, and those two years apparently were really impressionable because I remember going to the theater. I, this is, you're not going to believe me. You're going to think I'm making it up. I specifically what? remember <laughs> almost like where in the theater we were sitting. We were sitting really? on the right side. Uh, hey, that's not strange at all. It's, I, I remember first first boobs I ever saw at Titanic on first screen. First boobs. First yeah. boobs on screen. And that's when I knew. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that Austin Powers is for oh, me. Oh man, no. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I brought up Titanic. Wow. Yeah, you did. For a while, <sighs> Where it was my we? favorite movie, and I didn't even understand what was going on no. except boobs and people falling off a boat. Yeah. <laughs> and the song. The song. Really I love the song. Me. Really got me. If only Titanic. Well, no, we don't want a franchise of Titanic. There's no. already a Titanic too. It's awful. I watched it. Don't go see There's it. There's a couple little spinoffs. There's an animated uh, one. Oh yeah. Really oh, I've seen the Nostalgia Critic reviews of those. Yikes. They're pretty hilarious, though. What about Austin Powers, though? <laughs> we always yeah. Do what this about in the Austin Powers? What I was saying was the film grain. You can see the film grain. Um, of the original film. Yeah. Which I, I appreciate that. It just shows like it was shot on film that you get a better, I don't know, film just looks better to me. And I think we said this before. Yeah, probably. Somewhere. But it just, the film grain is what makes it. The detail nice. it brings, like it just, it feels cinematic. It does. It's nice. It's very and you nice. kind of lose that with Goldmember though. Yeah, because the age of digital, two thousand. And also, maybe the budget had to do with it, but back in the nineties, but probably, probably. Uh, Should we just? You want to get into our our things here? Do you want to start with? What do you want to start with? Let's start with. Are we starting with our fin scores? No, we're gonna save that. Okay, save let's that for. Let's do. Let's do best outfits, and okay. then you can do your best lines, and we'll feed off each other. So. I'll okay. start at five and go to one. I have the top five best outfits, and these, it, not just for Austin Powers, but mm -hmm. number five I have, and I'm not a fashion guru, but I love a good suit. And number five, Scott Evil in that black suit. Oh when he yeah. Makes transforma transformation. It's slim, like it's 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 that slim fit. He's got the the smooth bald. He just looks sharp, like it's got that collar. And it's just all black yes. is it's sharp. He looks good. It's good. He's goofy, but the suit looks real nice. And he really the fits suit the whole Doctor really nice. yes. Evil protege looking is nice. God Evil black suit, kind of like the nothing it, black suit. <laughs> you know, number four, we have and I even as a kid I remember loving this outfit because. It it was just it's so modern looking and it's not like super goofy and it's just it's cool, looking like that's what cool kids are wearing. Like I'd wear that. Is that Austin Powers time travel like jumpsuit that track looking yeah. suit with the stripes? 
just reminds me of like an Adidas. Like he's going to the Olympics. And I just, I love the stripe. I love that athletic looking feel. It's very slimming. It looks nice yeah. and nice and like it's form fitting, but it's also nice and loose. So he can judo chop and judo kick and do all the things that he has to do. It's practical is what it is. It's practical. It's one piece. <laughs> so you're not going to lose any garments and you're in space. So you got to have something that you just slip yeah. on real quick. Yeah, baby. Wear, yeah. yeah. And you can wear under your your space suit and i just i i love it i love it and i love the shoes that are with it but that and the the color scheme that blue with that bright orange oh don't even get me started and then he brings it all together with the male symbol necklace come on and then it there's does two look of pretty them. sharp what is fabric is it suede i, I it almost know. looks I suede just, i think it's just regular cotton I think it's regular. <laughs> it would Swade, be. He has his don't wash suits. it. No, <laughs> don't yeah, dry don't it on. <laughs> and then we got number three. Mm-hmm. Now you're gonna maybe I'm a perv for this, but oh, no. Foxy Cleopatra. Okay. Has this, <laughs> it's like it's basically this this like poop green bikini top, what? and she's wearing this like green hat kind of on the side of her head. Uh, like it's like a floppy hat with a bill, and her <laughs> hair is braided on the sides, and then she's got that. She's got like the the matching pants, but then what brings it all together is this oh. beautiful burnt orange jacket. That's it's it's. I want to say yes. halter top, but I think I'm wrong. But the midriff is completely bare. That's not why I like um, it. I'm just I'm explaining. That's how short it is. Like it's like a jacket for the sake of just oh yeah, I covering her arms a little bit. But it's personally, just like, I like her "Hey Gold Member" song outfit. That is a good one at, too. At the pad has that nice yeah that gold has that 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 sheen and it has that the slit on the leg that really shows off some leg. <laughs> And she just she looks phenomenal. I want to know who her designer is. She really did. Let me just. I mean, say, I'm not saying she didn't look phenomenal today. I'm just saying back. You know what I mean. She doesn't age. I'm just gonna say, Beyonce knows fashion, and so does Foxy Cleopatra because she's. What is the? Line? I got the. I got the quote a wrong last episode. Yeah, that's yeah, what I I'm was saying. I'm a heck of a woman. woman. Yeah, I was I, saying yeah. it wrong. And, and you're, then, oh, oh, Christian, you're saying it wrong. It's Foxy Cleopatra. <laughs> <laughs> so that that outfit, I really like, because it's like her laid back street clothes. I'm off duty, but I still want to be ready for any action. Yeah. And I just, I like her hair in that scene too, how it's, mm-hmm. it's got like the cornrows on the side, kind of pulled back with the hat. I like it. It's nice. But it still keeps that essence of the afro. Love that. Yes. Yep. And then we got number two. And, bro, this one was a tough one, but Austin Powers wears this blue and red pinstripe suit and gold member, and oh. I'm a sucker for pinstripes. Let Is me that just at the beginning? I believe so, but I'm not 100% sure. But, again, it has that the blue and, like, that burnt orange, reddish pinstripe, oh, yeah. like, that color scheme. That's his color scheme. It's, like, blue and red. That's his thing because London. Mm-hmm. But this is, like a like, a... 
it just those colors flow so well together and it's like the slim fit suit it's got the ascot with the fluffy oh, yeah. wrist sleeves at the bottom and he just looks like he's about to take looks down like he some put motherfuckers doilies in his sleeves yeah <laughs> <laughs> but then he's got the he's got the male symbols necklace that brings it all together again oh, and his yeah. glasses let me just say throughout the entire franchise on point he yep. was way ahead of his time with those because those are coming back now. Oh, those he must have contacted style. Lens Crafters in the third movie. Yeah, this episode brought updated. to you by Lens Crafters. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah. I can <laughs> see again. <laughs> I put the gur in swinger, baby. Yeah. And number anyway. one. Let Number me one. just let me just say, bro. I think I know what you're gonna say. I don't think you do. But when Austin Powers in the Spy Who Shagged Me pulls okay. up in his casual, like Asian inspired outfit when he's going to talk to Felicity and that I think it's when they it's not when they dance. I think it's when he's going to apologize. But the screenshot I saw was them like kind of in the street. But it has this, it's like this blue accented with gold. Mm -hmm. And it's like this Asian inspired. I think I know the one you're talking about. Let me see if I can look at it. And it's, it's really sharp because it's nice and casual. And it's, it just looks comfortable. Like it looks comfortable. Let me try to find it so I can hmm. spy who shagged me. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm looking at it right now. And it's like this this jacket. Picture this. It's this jacket with all these different... It's a blue base with like gold okay. accent designs. And then it's got... He's just wearing like a blue silk turtleneck underneath with the jacket... It doesn't have buttons. Like, it's just open. Like, it's meant to just be open. Like, yep. that really sharp looking. And then... Oh, it does have buttons, but they're they're big. Like, they're not meant to be button buttons. And then the yeah, sleeves I have, think I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Have, that, have the gold... It goes up his arm a little bit. And they have mm -hmm. those, like, fake buttons <laughs> on there, too. And it's just... It's sharp as... Shit. Oh, wait, let me send this to you. You know real what? Quick. That doesn't it looks it's a Asian inspired, but it almost looks like it has a paisley Here. design on this it. This one? I it sent a you a message design on Yeah. On the face. On, on Facebook. Facebook, yeah, on my Facebook Messenger. Is it that one? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's man, a good that picture of it too. It's tight and he's wearing probably those Italian black leather boots and then just these it looks like velvet blue pants. Yep. And it's oh, just, wow. That is a nice suit. sharp Whew. as shit it. And it looks good on him, too. Oh, yeah. He looks great. That looks sharp. He looks great in that. He for sure does. Like, oh, man. Oh wow. Man. I didn't I didn't pay that much attention to it the first time, but that does look really good. No, I, can, I almost want one. Yeah. I mean, I do want one. I'm going to have to lose um, a few pounds before I get one, but I want that. Yeah. I like the pimp suit. It's good. A little over the top for me. I like Particularly the glasses. Particularly with the, yeah, the glasses. I like the hat and the Cruella de Vil 
shawl, basically. Yeah. And then that cane, you know, you got to keep the pan pan strong, obviously. Giant flavor flav uh, male symbol. (laughs) Yeah. Like the, that, that, yeah, it's like a uh, parody of, of, it's reminiscent of, um, yeah, like you said, the flavor flav, but the clock that he wears. The (laughs) clock is what you're referring to. Yep. Yeah, but it's just he. A lot of good outfits. Austin takes three of the top five, but oh, honorable mention, real quick. Yeah, yeah. Mainly because I had the action figure, but Doctor Evil's oh, yeah. like Darth Vader <laughs> space suit where he has to keep clicking the button. I love mm-hmm. that outfit. I just, Austin. Great. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> I can't back that up. <laughs> no, all right, because idiots. <laughs> so <laughs> now you got me thinking of yeah, lower the globe lower the globe <laughs> <laughs> you a-hole <laughs> okay one two and three all right they're all there <laughs> speaking That's of great. best lines yeah best lines i don't have any particular order Okay. But, you know, some of these might not be screen accurate, either in accent or tone or... But... Number one. Allow myself to introduce myself. Oh, great <laughs> That's mind. one of the best. Great From mind. International Man of Mystery. Uh, well, going off next... that real quick. Going yeah, off that, go ahead. Go in ahead. That no. same scene, I think... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oops, I almost fell off my chair. Um, is when he when he gets a five and he goes, I'll stay. <laughs> I, I think you want to so hit. <laughs> I too like to live dangerously. <laughs> oh, I love that. Uh, right. The next one I have is from The Spy Who Shagged Me. Silence! I will not tolerate your insolence. Yeah, you do like that one. That's my... That's, <laughs> you like that because one. Because number two is just trying to, like, talk some sense. You know, hey, we can make more money doing this in my evil Starbucks lair. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and he just goes... Now that you're describing... He goes it, off on him. It's because he's not, like, being rude or anything. No. Like, he's not trying to take over. He's just... <laughs> Dr. Evil, if we put all of our reasons... Silence! I will not tolerate your insolence. The more I think... I want to watch that scene real quick. It goes silent. Uh, You call it a Belgian dip. Oh, oh, that's one of my top also from that. And then I just... Because I still do that, like I said. I knew. Spy spy who shagged me, like I said when we were going over it. My... um, My... My most... That's my... What am I trying to fucking... Okay. My mojo? That's where I get... No, that's where I get most of my everyday... Dialogue from Doctor like Cool. Evil. Yes, <laughs> that's in the, the same time. scene. Insolence. Do you have any? Well, let's. What's another one? I know you said a whole lot of them that you I got from this movie them? from Spy Who Shagged Me, particularly from this scene. Like, oh, hold on, it's really loud. Yeah, the uh, the Belgium dip. Yeah, 
cool. Hello, Frau. You're. <laughs> Do you have any updates for me? No. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> it's normal in <laughs> Belgium. I make the decisions here, okay? I yeah. demand a little respect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh. Dude, the, the the funniest part about that is <laughs> Dr. Evil. Here's I'm just gonna set this up. Right. So he has a thing on his nose. He's like, I make the decisions here. <laughs> 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 and then the part that he says silence is he's not talking about business. Number two is just like, um, Dr. Evil, you have some <laughs> and then he just cuts him off. <laughs> It's so much funnier. That's even better. Oh my gosh, that's a good one. That is a really good one. Just oh he goes off on him. He's <laughs> that's and doc, funny. number two is like, okay, you had something on your nose, but it's whatever. Oh, all right. Number three. You know, I have one simple request, and that is to have sharks with freaking laser beams attached to their heads. Now, evidently, my cycloptic colleague informs me that that can't be done. Uh, can you remind me what I pay you people for? Honestly, throw me a bone here. What do we have? He pounds the table. <laughs> <laughs> well, is it is too much from? to ask for sharks oh, with laser yeah. beams on their frickin' heads? Laser beams attached to their heads. Is that so much to ask? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And that's a good favorite. Just part. the the psychoptic colleague, right? <laughs> <laughs> that that can't be done. Pounds the t- <laughs> <laughs> Hey, oh, he eventually gets what he wants in the third movie, right? Oh yeah, he does. By his son, Scotty. Oh, Scotty hey. boy. Hey, he remembered. Scotty. <laughs> Turn it down. <laughs> little a uh, little high there. <laughs> God, evil. Always call Operation Wang Chung. Yes. I'm sure Operation Banana Rammer will be a big success. (laughs) You just don't get it, do you, Scott? That's not that part, but anyway. (laughs) Similar. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just watched this clip before we started um, the end of uh, uh, Austin Powers' International Man of Mystery when... uh, Random task <laughs> throws the shoe, <laughs> and you hear the music. That really hurt. I'm gonna have a lump there, you idiot. Who throws a shoe? Honestly. Who throws a shoe? A shoe. Honestly. Honestly. Oh, man. <laughs> I always got that line wrong, up until I watched this movie for this show. Because I've always like, I'm always like, who throws a shoe? Honestly, that really hurt. But it's the other way around. And I, yeah, I like scrambled it around. Yeah, yeah it's all right. But you, you just said it. this one. You just said this one. The Scott, you just don't get it, do you? You don't. <laughs> I got a gun in my room. My room. <laughs> I'll go grab it. We'll come out. We'll we'll shoot them together. It'll be fun. Why don't you just go back in time and shoot Austin while he's sitting on the crapper? <laughs> oh, Scott, Scott, Scott. How about no, <laughs> Scott? 
that is okay. <laughs> that's the one that you you were talking about that's my single that you say most with your quoted. wife yeah second yeah. followed by testicle spectacles wallet and watch yeah <laughs> and that rarely makes sense oh. when i say it i can't believe this is a six okay i got six and seven i'm going two steps beyond here fair uh six how does that feel baby um lower how does that feel, baby? How does that feel, baby? <laughs> That's fantastic. That is fantastic. And seven, you know, just because you're one-eighth their size doesn't mean you deserve one-eighth of their respect. That's more of a heart. A heart I know. That's a why I put it in there. Have a, have a little heartfelt. serious one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's still have a little funny, serious one. but it's meaningful is what it is. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's man. that's kind of it for uh, my uh, my little quote list there. You got any of them? You got any no, ones that you'd like to point out? We got covered them while we were watching them. I not, think. not very many from Austin on there, and no. not very many from Goldmember either. No, because he doesn't have any great lines. Doctor Evil literally has the best lines. He's probably the funniest you character. Yeah. <laughs> He is the funniest. Character. I think so. I kind of agree. Austin's in second. Yeah, it's just, Austin. He, Doctor Evil's more flamboyant and bizarre. Yeah, quirky. Just the stuff he says it's like that doesn't make okay. Yeah, yeah like that. the silence. <laughs> you know what? I'm surprised you didn't put on there. What? Just enjoy yourself. I. You know what? I'm surprised of that too. That's more. I almost, I almost meaning, did. Uh, not for the quote itself. This coffee though. smells like shit. It is shit, Austin. <laughs> oh, shut up! All oh, right, that <laughs> that's another favorite. <laughs> it's a bit nutty. Basil's a heart. He's an interesting character because he's like he's, 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 he's like this really nice, like he's helpful. Expedis ex ex ex. Well done, position. Austin. But then like, he gets mad at him all the all the time. <laughs> It's like what well, I don't get what who what Okay, he is. so here's the reason. It's because Austin's being a jerk. Right. For lack of a more extreme term that I didn't want to say, but uh and Basil's like the epitome of gentleman, I I think. You know? Yeah. He's always that. polite. He always talks in this terse tone. Well yeah. done, Austin. But Austin, also, I have another mission for you. It's he, your father. He's also willing to give a little. <laughs> oh, that's why he wasn't at the ceremony. No, no, he was uh, taken after that, or whatever the. Uh, <laughs> Daddy oh, I, wasn't there. I love that song, by the way. Um, another thing, I'm going off here. Last one in the car when he's in the car. He's like. It's Vanessa. She was a fembot the whole time. Yes, My Austin. We love. we already knew that. <laughs> oh. You already knew. Then perhaps you should try foreplay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or when he blows up, he gets blown up by the fembot, and he's like, oh. oh. Thank God. Oh, yeah. That's another. <laughs> I do that. I do that quite a bit, too. Oh, man. I just, this is just going on favorite lines of Rama here. But... That's okay. what these movies are for. Yeah. Right, do we want to jump? They're quotable. 
They are. They're super quotable. The whole potable show, we could have just read the script for the Potent show. Potent potables. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll take... I'll take... Latits now for Let's 500, now. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the category good. is Let It Snow. <laughs> I love Not Latits now. Those bits, I love those. Um, but maybe it's the uncultured in me. No, it'd be more culture. I, I don't know. But the one that they did for their... What was it? What was their big celebration a few years ago? Not oh, their fortieth anniversary. Oh, I think 40? it was. I think but when so. When they when they did that segment and just had the all stars come in and just a bunch of different like uh, a revolving wheel of uh, yeah of characters that oh yeah have been on the show. Oh, uh, Burt Reynolds yeah. by hey, Norm yeah, Macdonald uh, and who is uh, Andre the Giant? Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I'm just asking. Uh, uh, who who is Andre the Giant? Oh, I I found out who uh, Andre the Giant is. He's a giant whose name is Andre. <laughs> <laughs> Chewing gum. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um. moving forward. Tom Hanks has his hand in a pickle jar. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I like the Tom Hanks. When it's I wanted Tom a pickle. Hanks. Yeah, <laughs> when he's on Black Jeopardy or whatever that. The that's show, not he, a microphone. That's a pen. <laughs> Right, right, right. Now we're with sidebar right there. Oh man, it's heavy. There's our sidebar. There we go. To the BBC. To the BBC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. BBC One, BBC Two, BBC Three, BBC Four, BBC Five, BBC Six, BBC Seven, BBC Heaven. Do you want to jump? To our three worst moments. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's do right, it. Let's do our three worst moments. You start. You do yours first. Three worst? Yeah, three worst. I, From three to one. I don't have three to one. Okay, yeah. I'll just go three to one. I didn't really have them in any particular order. I mean, okay, it doesn't matter. Three to one. Three third worst. Let me say that again. Three third worst. <laughs> Thirty. Third Screaming worst. in the. <laughs> Screaming in the car. In Goldmember. Oh, that's a good one. When so dumb. they're escape, you know, they're escaping uh, Mr. Roboto's yes. to- Tokyo facility, and it, they're about to run it. You know, it's the classic. Oh, we're gonna crash into another oncoming car, and they're you know looking at each other. Ah, and it's it just no. I, it's a cheap. It's gag. not really a worst moment in that sense, but it's it's worse in that it's not funny. It's worse and than it's, that it's, it's not good. It's not good. It's not... I mean, people are probably like, really, Christian? That's your third worst? But I couldn't really think of any other ones, to be honest, to put okay. on here. Well, it's not your first worst. No. My second worst. This is one you're probably going to agree with. Fat Bastard Sleeping with Felicity. Oh. With all the shit on his stomach and See, that's like the greasy worst. chicken and... But the like, scene itself... Spot. Uh, what's what's the what's the song again? Um, sexy man, yeah. sexy man, does it ever a sexy man can? Yeah. It's like, just, uh, you want some chicken? I've got more. Yeah, <laughs> you do. You do a really good fat bastard. Oh, thanks, man. That's but that's just, gross just the out. him having all that like spit and slobber and chicken bits are on him, and the so the sweat on his chest and the chicken grease—it's disgusting. Ugh. And it, particularly in the second movie 
Yeah. Like, well, I don't mind him. He's, he's not, not nearly as movie. disgusting in Goldmember. Oh, you mean his second movie? Yeah. No, he's not. Yeah. He's actually fairly normal. I know. Isn't this magical? <laughs> <laughs> I hope my wider team is ready. <laughs> <laughs> he's funny. He's way better in Goldmember. That's for sure. I agree. Uh, Except well, for the... Yeah. Oh, and the prolonged yeah. fart joke. There, I'll lump that in there, is too. Is that your... Oh, you're, you're lumping that in? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, actually, number one is Scotty Don't. That's your worst, huh? Scotty Don't. Scotty Don't. Scotty Don't. Well, I kind of oh. went off you because you oh. said it was... Yeah, you kind of... I went off you because uh, you said it was forced. It's yeah. kind of... It, the shtick kind of is off at this point, and they try and make it funny by having Scotty be us and be like, oh, here we go. Oh, I got to say the thing. Ha, ha, ha. And this... I don't know. The self-referential stuff in that that bit yeah uh, doesn't work. It's a work. little too forced, but that's one of the self-referential the for the self-refer the word you just said. Yeah, that's that <laughs> that I didn't mind. That's one of the ones I liked, actually. Well, maybe okay. the one that I liked, but I can okay. understand why it's your worst, because it is still forced per I gotta se. be honest with you, I didn't prepare as well as I should have for my three worst, but it was kind of okay. hard thinking of the three worst because there's not really any particular moments that I thought, this is awful, it shouldn't even be in the movie. I don't know. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe the, oh, this is uh, Goldie Wang to Monkey Nuts. Yeah, you didn't like that. that. You I didn't like know. that very much at all. I, 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nothing yeah. much to say. Right. Right. Well, that's my three worst. Those are good. We have overlap in one. Okay. But uh, I'll start. Number three, we have the Britney Spears mini-me exchange in the credits. Oh. Did not like that. <laughs> Felt super uncomfortable. I, ugh. It grossed me out, and it was weird. It's a relic of the 2000s. Yeah. That right. kind of... Uh, Cross pollination of uh, pop culture. Cross mogination. <laughs> <laughs> I love. Oh man, I wish I put a, that on my best. Oh, man. That is yes. such a funny. Because he's just rambling on, and they're just right. Okay, and the, the cross mogination. <laughs> but uh, number two, and this just grossed me out, and I feel like it. Like, why was this a part of his character? You don't need to have the secondary villain just always be doing something gross. When Goldmember eats his skin. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Like, dry skin, like, flakes of skin gross me the fuck out as it is, and he eats it. Yeah. Or saves it, and you see the What, you've never eaten your skin before? No! How about (laughs) no, Scott? You crazy Dutch bastard. Ugh. This is gross. I'm just going to move right on from that. Number one. Can we? Yeah. Go ahead. Can we what? What is gold member? He's like, can we dip their their privates in gold? It's a thing I do. (laughs) One of his few fun ones. Yeah. And uh, Dr. Evil slowly goes up to him in his chair. How about no? Right. You freaky Dutch bastard. Oh, man. He likes that. How about no? I like that. Yeah. Uh, number one is uh-huh. one that you said. The fat bastard fart, fart joke in Goldmember. Okay. It just yeah. goes on way too long, it, and it's really it, graphically disgusting. Yes. Graphically disgusting? Yeah. How? 
Because how so? Of, like how he describes it and how he's wafting it and just oh, describing the smell. That could gag a maggot. Yeah, like it, it grossed me out. That, that the line word maggot is one of my least favorite words of all what time. What about moist? Just moist is fine. I like moist. moist I really don't care deal. moist. Really moist. moist. I had a teacher or a student. No. I can't remember if it was a classmate. I had a student. No. It was a teacher because we would always write this on his board. Uh, he did not like the word pamphlet. Pamphlet. Yeah, weird. I love that word. It's, it's such a okay. good. It's, it's better an than okay brochure. word. I I don't mind it. Would you like a pamphlet? A schmuck. Would you like a schmuck and a pancake? Yeah. Schmuck and a pancake. <laughs> a waffle cigar. I always the weird uh, sidebar. I always liked that scene because I thought bongs looked cool. At the time, like any time there was one in a movie, it's like, oh, that's an illegal thing, and I've seen one of those in real life. And I was way too young to know what that was, so I thought it was cool that I did. Uh, I never did it or tried it at that age. Or oh, ever. no, no, I still no, 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 absolutely. But I just thought they looked cool for some reason. I don't know why. But then, <laughs> obviously, pipes are cool, too. Dutch hater. Yeah, I guess I am. <laughs> and then uh, I'll, I'll segue right into three best. We'll do it like a snake draft. You start okay, with yeah. worst, and then I'll start with best, and then you go. Sounds good. Sounds good. Number three, baby. You're going to agree with me on this one, I think. I don't know. Maybe you won't. But number three, just the two of us. We can make it if okay. we try. Just the two of the us. The duet. You and you I. You and I. Yeah. <laughs> From the moment I heard Frau say I had a clone. Yeah, that. I'm not going to do the whole thing again. All I right. Did it. But yeah, I, I love that scene. Ah. I've always loved that scene. I love any comedic rap. You know that. Absolutely. Yes. You know that. The last two episodes, the last one episode, I I did no the the last two episodes I did one in each. Well, two and yeah. one, and one another one. And uh, then you know what? Sorry to interrupt. Please, you interrupt. always you remember the two of us, just the two of us. I always I always liked the what if God was one of us. Yeah. <laughs> this little keyboard. See, I love doo, when doo, it's doo, like doo, cheesy doo, raps, doo, but doo. they're surprisingly good at rapping. I like yeah. that. And just like his flow is really good. But right. any short, comedic, random musical number I mm -hmm. love in movies like in The Hangover, the what do tigers dream of when they take a little tiger snooze? That song. Never watched it. I bet Joe Exotic, Exotic seen that. <laughs> yeah, I bet he has. No, that dude, song. dude, you have to watch. I think The Hangover is going to be one of our our franchises. I down think the road. so, eventually. Yeah, when we come back to comedy. Yeah, because it's I've, it's harder never to make fun it. of comedies because yeah, they because they make fun of themselves. Yeah, kind, yeah. I mean, there's parts, but particularly it Austin doesn't Powers. work. Yeah, it doesn't work when you're going through a movie trying to be nitpicking. Like, oh, that doesn't make sense. Well, yeah, they know it doesn't. Make oh, sense. that That's joke why didn't work. It's easier yeah. like in a movie like Twilight. It was like, that doesn't make sense to really rip it apart. But anyway, right. I'm going off track. Number two. The... Nice to meet you, number two. <laughs> <laughs> the, the penis ship gag. Okay. <laughs> penis ship gag. Both of them. Okay. The, I just, I always, I love a good running gag. And let me just pause for a moment to yeah. uh, characters. No, I'm just kidding. But, okay. um. Did you know, Christian? Did you know uh, 
This episode brought to you by the Swedish-made penis enlarger pump. That's right, endorsed by Austin Powers himself. Do you ever find yourself sitting at home trying to whack off or something, but you can't find your penis because it's just too small? Well, no more do you have to worry about that because the Swedish have come out with the Swedish-made penis enlarger pump made just for you and doing random tasks all around the house. You just slap this bad boy on your willy, give it a few pumps, not too many or else your penis will explode, blood will go everywhere. That's disgusting. You don't want any of that. So you're going to slap it on your wing, give it two to three solid pumps, full pumps. Make sure you give it two full pumps or else a half pump is only going to give you a half chub and that's just not going to cut it in the bedroom, okay? You want to go full Full staff, baby. You don't want to go half-mast on this one. Uh-uh. We're no. not in the middle of a crisis here. We don't lower that flag half-mast. Not for this little bitty, itty-bitty problem. But the Swedish have figured it out, ladies and gentlemen. The Swedish-made penis enlarger pump, endorsed by Austin Powers himself. That's just his bag, baby. You can get his book sold separately, but also with it. When you purchase one Swedish-made penis enlarger pump... <laughs> You better believe your fucking mind that you're going to get a second penis and larger Swedish made pump. And if you call right now in the next 10 seconds before the timer runs out at the bottom by the time I'm done talking, you will get the Swiss made Swedish or the Swiss made penis and larger pump absolutely free of charge. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is a $200 value. Bringing it to you for one low price of $25.97. Or if you want to make three easy payments of about $5.27 or 10 hard payments of $2.28. This is a one of a lifetime offer, ladies and gentlemen. Let me just say this. Episode brought to you by the Swedish-made penis enlarger pump for those guys who just can't find their dicks. Thank you. Back to you, Christian. Well, uh, that So that happened. was my, my number two, the <laughs> penis ship gag. Now, going to number one, the three best moments. Yeah. Or, wait, let me, I, I don't know why I said it like that. My number one best <laughs> moment. <laughs> my, <laughs> Are you going to go through them over no, again? <laughs> no. Sure, we'll have to do the infomercial again. My top three... God damn it. My number one. <laughs> this is going off the rails. Oh, that Swedish made penis and larger pump is just shit. Get, shit. <laughs> number one best moment of all time. Austin Powers. When Austin gets stuck in the hallway on the tram. <laughs> yes. And yes. just how he thinks he's and he's it's like a he's in the moment being like serious like he's trying to get out of it like it's a serious moment we have to catch dr evil and he just keeps going back and forth between the wall <laughs> <It's hilarious. laughs> oh, that is one of my favorite moments too the but best. it's not in my top three whoa it was it was speaking of your top three why don't you give it to us <sighs> see i keep waffling on some of these because there's so many good moments number three uh, lower the globe. <laughs> <laughs> just the just the image of the globe falling and just <laughs> going like. <laughs> Dude, anything, oh, great! Anytime he does, can I just sidebar? Thanks a lot, Doctor Evil. Those are the three best moments, but it was real hard. 
honorable mention, but probably better than any of those three. No. Just anytime Dr. Evil describes his plan. Yes. And I'll kind of lumped this one in too with the Death Star. I call it a Death Star. <laughs> How out of tune he is. <laughs> okay, Darth. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> oh, nothing. Rip off. <laughs> oh, it's so Did great. Did you say you wanted some ice cream? Yes. I would love some ass cream. Uh, you know, uh, Preparation H uh, feels really good on the whole. That's <laughs> oh, so funny. Oh, yeah. I agree. Just when he describes his plan, especially in the first one. <laughs> when he's like, here's the plan. We'll blackmail Prince Charles and claim that he had an affair. Uh. <clears throat> did happen. And they did get divorced. <laughs> Kind of have to tell me these things, you know? I'm the boss. <laughs> I've been frozen for 30 freaking years, people. Throw me a bone here. <laughs> oh, man. That, that's my number three is the lower the globe. That's a good Just one. Just the imagery of it is <laughs> react. You succeeded in making me look like a jack-in-the-box. <laughs> <laughs> a freaking jack-in-the-box. Oh, that's fine. Number, number two. Number two, opening title sequence, The Spy Who Shagged Me. Oh, man. Yes, yes. dude. And we yes. don't have to go deep into them. That's no, what no, she no. said. But just kind of, we'll just do a blur, blur, blur. Oh, sidebar, sidebar. Uh, I just watched the the episode of The Office, The Sales Call. <laughs> the Sales Call. <laughs> when, uh, when Dwight goes to New York to yes. uh, hand the tax paperwork in that Angela forgot. Oh, yeah. And when... Michael thinks that he's going behind his back again. That's one of the best And episodes. Michael's like, you know what, Dwight? I want you to think about this long and hard. That's what she said. Don't you dare. Don't... <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I just recently watched that one because I'm doing a rewatch. And that's season three. And I just finished season three. <laughs> and though today it is me, we all shall fall. <laughs> okay. oh man anyway sidebar <laughs> um yeah the opening title sequence just uh, we're gonna go into this later but just the uh the comedy the it's it's almost signature austin powers comedy like the visual gags like oh the meat it's like showing that it's his, yeah it's <laughs> doing that you get the smiley face uh, lollipop or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And him coming up out of the water at the end and the dance, the water dancing, it, figurative dancing in the water. What's it called? What's the term? Synchronized swimming. Synchronized swimming. How can I not know that? It's right. I knew it's it's there, but I just love it. How it all climaxes with him coming up out of the water and everyone's celebrating. Like it's almost like you're single again. Woo! I know that is a great. <laughs> Like, that's what started the opening title sequence. Ah, it was a struggle between Goldmember and this one. But really? I think the second one, now that I think of it, is more signature Austin Powers. Oh, yeah. Like, the humor. The humor oh, of yeah. the Austin Powers film. He hit his stride. And you don't get really any of that in Goldmember. No, other than the don't. Other than the fountain oh, in yeah. the lobby. That visual. That, that's the movie's signature. He's not that, so much but... a swinger anymore in this movie maybe no felicity really changed it and like maybe when she left unexplained um yeah she, 
it, that really scarred him. So he's just like, oh, he's not as outrageous as he used to be in his older age. I guess. Well, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I don't Number know. what? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Number A one. Certain, I don't know what. <laughs> the Dr. Evil Starbucks lair sequence. Ooh. That's my number one. That's solid. Just, I love the iron, the, the irony, especially today with how big, how much bigger Starbucks has gotten. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know what would be effing hilarious? What? In our if if they do an Austin Powers four, which I do want to talk about later on. Yeah, we at, will near the end. It's not Starbucks. Uh Dr. Evil. We've partnershiped with Amazon to <laughs> <you know. laughs> Well Scott and, burned Amazon down to the ground, remember last episode? Character spotlight. Oh <laughs> just kidding. Oh, yeah, that's that right. would be that would be. Just keep going bigger. Yeah. Bigger and bigger. Next will be Google or <laughs> I just love that they did that back in two thousand or nineteen ninety nine. Just Starbucks. Yeah. Like not knowing how much bigger it would have become. Oh yeah. Like even today. I didn't connect and, that, but you're right. How it was a big thing, but And now how it's in it Seattle. <laughs> the <Yeah>. big sky needle. <laughs> but I think that, that's my that, favorite layer. Yeah. Yeah. I like the green. The minty green. I love the the comedy in it is just on point. Doctor, that's might be Doctor Evil's best sequence. Oh, I think you're the first right movie. because there's the time machine too. When he's 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 like says you know like all right I'll see you later I'm going blah 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 and then he runs up and it's off and he just slams yeah. into it. <laughs> Could you maybe yeah thank you <laughs> stop pumping the laser? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you and the no. laser get a freaking room? <sighs> no. But yeah, I, I, it's funny. And then the time machine noise. I love the sound effect. The, <laughs> yeah. I can't do I that. love it. And the and the visual effects is pretty good. But we'll get into that later when we get into our fin score. True. But that's my top three. Uh, now for my top three. Oh! <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> You're hilarious. <laughs> well, stop dying of yeah. <laughs> baby parts. Dying of parts. <laughs> It's oh, a triad. It's my triad. Top triad. Favorite. Hey, speak. Hey, uh, Doctor Evil in Austin are a dyad in a way. Oh yeah, they are. A dyad in the force. Two. I ride. I ride. I ride. Unseen for generations. Anyway. Fine. Now this is just a quick. Yeah, um, go for you it. Know, I give my awards my year just like sports because I love sports. I love movies, so I combine the two instead or, of making it more obvious, like doing. Mock Oscar awards for the franchises. I did sports, which yeah, it's whatever. That's fine. Or I what? like that. That's fine. No, no, no. Go you were ahead. gonna say something. Say it. Uh, I was gonna say, why don't we we could save your awards pre Finn score because I know we got the Powers Women ranked. Oh, I forgot and... to write those down. But yeah, let's let's do that real quick. Okay. Okay. You start. You wanna, I'll you, start. You, you start. start. You start. Okay. I have my ranking. Okay. Uh, I didn't give him a number or anything. I just like one, two, three. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Best to worst. Ours might oh. be the same. No, they're not. They're not. They're gonna probably going to be the same. The bottom two are going to be different. Okay. Number one, best. The Powers start with Women. Three. Oh, starting with three. Okay. Work your way up to the best. Worst Powers Woman. You know, like a Bond girl. Yeah. Essentially. Felicity Shagwell yeah, takes the worst. Do that. Wait, are we Sorry. counting 
like the the fake one like a lot of vagina and oh uh, are we i didn't i'm not i didn't are we? i okay, didn't then we won't okay but if we were they get a separate category and the best is obviously enormous no <laughs> no the, the best is obviously uh what's her face a lot of vag- vagina. I wanna hump a lot, dude. That scene with the chest—that's honorable me? mention. That's honorable mention for me. The but scene anyway. with the chest. Oh yes, 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 yes. Okay, back to the powers. Women. Okay, so Felicity Shagwell's third. Sorry, the performance wasn't there. Yeah. Um. Wow, I based all these on performance yeah. instead of the character. Yeah, but anyway, right. number two. I, I kind of made a mistake with that. Number two, Foxy. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Foxy Cleopatra. Atta boy. Number two. Number two. Number two. Number one is Vanessa Kensington. Yeah, she's of course. Best, yeah, she obviously. is the best. Spoiler. She's girl. my best. Yeah. There. There's no way around it. She has the best performance. She has the best character. Yeah. She gets an awesome twist opening. Although it's kind of cheap how she saw, she, I don't know, does she warm up to Austin naturally? Yeah, because she fends him off for a while. I know, but like then she gets drunk. Yeah. And after that, they have that sweet, tender moment where he's like, no, it's just not right. Yeah. And then well, after that. natural. It's pretty gradual. Okay, I think well, he takes well. her out on the town. Yeah. With Burt Bacharach, everyone. Oh, but, Okay, continue. I'm sorry. Well, I, I did, hadn't even started, but... Uh, oh, oh. I didn't know it was my turn, baby. Uh, <laughs> Looks number... like I got ahead of myself. <laughs> <laughs> number three for me it was ju- it just... I know the performance was a little better, but the character just seemed... She didn't have... Like, she was just kind of there. She didn't have much to do. She was there to get a big name in there, and I just, Foxy Cleopatra didn't do it for me. I mm. wanted her to have more to do, especially being a woman of color. I wanted her to, and don't get me wrong, she was still great, but yeah. I just felt like she, it, her lines were forced in there for her. And this isn't Beyonce's fault, by the way, no, no, not no, her no, fault. No. It's just the writers that wrote her as a character could have done a lot more with her, like yeah, a lot. Well, it's like we talked about in the last episode. She's really based on the old black exploitation films. And yeah, and she was just there to react. Like, You're to under what arrest, sugar. Like that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. Which that would have been fine if she had more to do still. But Right. Or given she, more of a substantial background, I Yeah. Other than just, we were a boom. fling once and not that's why we're together again. Right. That and she's just very quippy and her catchphrase is kind of forced. Her, uh, one of my, I, I just was talking hmm. about it. They, she could have more. Oh, yeah. It just seemed like she was there for eye candy, which they all are, but Vanessa Well, and star power, but, let's be honest. Well, yeah, that too. I mean, but Beyonce's she, not a regular actress. No. She's a performer. Right. But she they didn't give her anything to perform with. But well, she, uh, well, she had the, moments. Other than her Hey Gold member piece. Yes, yes. But the, she just seemed like she was there to react to the men in the movie. Like, just kind of uh, give chuckles when they're doing their back and forth and laugh and be like, yeah, ha ha. And just really uh, <laughs> support. I didn't like it. She's but, like the ostrich in the, in the bleachers. Ha ha. Ha ha. No. But number two, 
is Felicity Shagwell. Obviously, she's the one as a as a kid. Watch, she was always my favorite because I always thought she was the hottest. Turns out Elizabeth Hur- Elizabeth Hurley is much better looking. I think not much, but she is nowadays. That I'm looking Elizabeth back. Elizabeth Hurley, she is better looking Vanessa, than her yeah. now. No, I don't know about now. I'm just saying, like looking back. Oh, I got. I think overall, but okay. that's it's not about what they look like. Right. I just she was the one that stuck out to me the most and I liked how she was Austin Powers but in female form and American form almost a carbon copy you know what almost to a fault I think you may have convinced me to switch the two (sighs) because thinking about it character wise yeah character wise she had way more to do she had had more to do she had a little bit of more substance in her because I mean look at Foxy she gets tricked by Goldmember by the same move him kicking right. his legs backward yeah I did not like that she was weak she was written to be weak and and Felicity Shagwell you can say like the oh she was just was there better. for sex yeah Felicity was eye she, candy for sure uh, she Heather owned Graham it, though she controlled she did she owned her sexuality her se- yes absolutely. Because she was like Austin is, just always like, yeah, let's go. It wasn't ever he was pressuring her. She was almost pressuring him mm. more. And I oh like how my gosh, she controlled right. those yeah. scenes. You're absolutely and, right. And was more of an independent – well, no, Vanessa but, is the most independent. But Think about it this way. Foxy Cleopatra and Austin are kind of in the neutral zone here now. Like in the first movie, you have Vanessa Kensington. He really has to kind of win her over. And he does – do some romantic stuff with the bus top ride with yeah. Burt Bacharach and all that good stuff. Felicity, you like you said, she's switched on like all the time. She's ready to go whenever and pressuring Austin when Austin doesn't want to because he doesn't have his mojo, but he yeah. had it the whole time. He did. It was in him the whole time. <laughs> it was in him the whole time. And Foxy Cleopatra is kind of neutral. Like there's... She's not forcing anything upon him. He's not doing it to her. He's just being flirtatious, like with his remark. Right. Like, you look very switched on, baby. Like, after she yeah. gets out of the... <laughs> it's more tasteful oh. flirting. It's not so forceful. I forgot. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And the kiss at the end is tasteful. I still didn't like, but I get Even why. the Vanessa Kensington, like, sex scene at the end is... Well, they get married. It's not as I know they get married, but it's still not as tasteful because you get the Austin Powers bit with like her covering her boobs with the melon. There, yeah. the, the more like milk that. Austin, like yeah. But obviously, she's my number one. Oh yeah, because she's like the total package. She's good at her job. She's there for business. She's British. Like she's oh, yeah. badass. And she doesn't give in to him right away. Like she holds him off. She doesn't fall to his charms like all the other women in the past have. But she organically warms up to him, mm-hmm. and I like that. And I like just her development, and I love how she – she's the only Powers girl that, albeit brief, but she's in multiple movies. She carries over. None oh, of the other ones yeah. do. That's true. That's and it's, true. And it's for a, a fun, out-of-nowhere twist. Well, hey, maybe uh, Foxy Cleopatra will show up in Austin Powers 4 if there ever is one, she which is in the works, big. I hear. She might be too big now. Whoa. No, too big of a name. I know. <laughs> Gal. <laughs> Christian. 
I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. I think Beyonce is way too big of a name now. I mean, Maybe. once again, you have to write out. Well, it's the same thing with uh, James Bond. And it's the same thing with Robert Langdon in the Da Vinci Code, Angels and Demons, those films. The, Never the Dan seen Brown those. films. We, we'll have to do those too. Yeah, I, know I think, we, we, I think we mentioned him a little bit in another episode, but we did. It's he's always got a female sidekick, and it's like almost a different. It's just, it's a different sidekick every every story. It's the same thing with Bond. Yeah. Except he's a he's an academic. He's not a spy. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, I, Vanessa I, is is the total package. She's beautiful, but she's like modest. She doesn't wear an outfit that's mm, revealing. Like she's there for business, right, and I like right. that. She's there for a purpose not just to be absolutely and that's very for the time that's quite progressive conservative yeah well for for 1997 well what i'm thinking about is her outfit is that all chrome outfit she has she's got that nice like beehive or older style haircut oh beehive (laughs) (laughs) what am i doing (laughs) But uh, she's not showing really any skin there, is she? Mm-mm. I mean, maybe just a midriff, but it's relatively tasteful compared to the tasteful. other powers women. But yeah, but yeah, I can, I'm I'm inclined to agree with you now. Thinking about Atta the character base, not turned, just the yeah, like not just the performance. I I have to disagree with you on the performance, though. I think Beyonce was better. Oh no, than she was Heather Graham. She was. Oh, okay, okay. But I was just her character overall. Okay, gotcha. Oops, I keep bumping the thing. You're probably going to have some sounds of my bumping. Yep. Yeah, don't do that. No. I How don't about do that. don't do that? How about no? All right. Now do we want to <laughs> should I go into my awards? Yeah, go Get into those, your awards. And then we'll do the Findelian score. Okay, so the end of the year awards, the franchise honors. We're starting a brand new award. The British Makeshift Headquarters Lifetime Achievement Award goes to... Let me open my envelope here. Mr. Austin Danger Pound. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Take uh, a bow. He he deserves it. He's uh, been an established agent for literal decades Several mm-hmm. different decades, and he's versatile in the fact that he can go back and forth between them. He adapted to the 90s. He went back to the 60s, back to the 70s. Not, he just he's, he's really given it all to the British headquarters, and uh, we, we thank him for his service. Next, we got the Clutch Performer of the Year Award going to Mini-Me for his <laughs> timely switch to the good side to give him that intel to get him in. Uh, to Doctor Evil's lair and to help him out with with what he knew and he kind I think he kind of helped uh, Doctor Evil turn a little bit not just the fact that he was his brother but seeing Mini Me over there it really helped bring him over to the good side and it gave us another little mini it, it gave us a mini Austin it was cool how they swatch how they swapped that over it was very very cool the mm-hmm. Sixth Man of the Year award and this one's an obvious one this is uh, the best supporting. You know, the first guy off the bench, the guy oh, yeah. that's gonna that's gonna just keep you moving when when your starters need a rest. Basil, X. Oh. But what's the word? Exposition. Exposition. Basil exposition. Exposition. <laughs> exposition. That ruined the flow. But yeah, six minute Basil exposition. 
always reminding the audience directly to just enjoy yourself and the characters within the movie too. He was our guide, essentially. There's not much more I can... He told us everything we ever needed to know as his he provided the plot yeah absolutely he, he's <laughs> like he uh, charlie's angels what's his yeah. face Baz- uh, uh, oh no, shoot bosley bosley yeah. yep we got the most improved player of the year and this one goes to a guy that that really showed growth or shrink edge throughout the series but grew Although his size shrunk, his his personality I'm very grew. Right now, <laughs> <laughs> the most improved player going from a bad, fat, oh, worthless, okay. disgusting villain for villain's sake, we get a big turnaround here. Fat bastard, he really <laughs> turned his life around, and I think it deserves recognition, even though his neck looks like a vagina. But I, I just really love what they did, how he was like this bad guy, henchman, just bad for bad's sake. Um, but then in the third one, he's still kind of a bad guy at first because he fights Austin, but not really. And then he has a quick like turnaround. He's not so bad anymore. Like He's turning his life around. He has a career as a sumo wrestler. And then he loses all the weight and goes to the premiere. And he's a supporter of Austin. I really like that. I do like that. So most improved, fat bastard. Congratulations. He becomes a sympathetic character. He does. With that. He does. I like that. Now the coach of the year goes to the guys, one of the guys behind the scenes, and in the past I've picked exclusively the composers, the musical guys, and it was a very tough race here. It was gonna go to whoever did the music, but. I got to give it. This is his brainchild. This came about from this gentleman's personal experience doing a character. This started as a character that he, his wife always liked him to do just around the house. He, he started as a voice, and he made it into a whole franchise. Mr. Mike Myers. Really? He's a, he's a producer. He's a producer, and that's why he qualifies for this award, because he's not just in the movie. He's a producer, and it's really... I mean, these are his projects. These are his vehicles, and man, do they drive smooth. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, uh, thank you. And now the big award of the night, ladies and gentlemen, the All-London Shagadelic MVP Award goes to... Drumroll, please. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Burt Bacharach. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. Always bringing us that timely, tasteful, musical interlude, if you will. And just just really bringing it home, tying everything together in a nice little bow and, and giving us a great performance. And I, I he got shafted in the third one, but he does get his moment in the credits. So He did, didn't he? MVP of the year, Mr. Burt Bacharach. Thank you very much. And that concludes our award ceremony. Until next franchise. Everybody, please leave your aisles. No. (laughs) Yeah. From the moment I heard Frau say I had a clone, I knew that I'd be safe because I'd never be alone. An evil doctor shouldn't speak aloud about his feelings. My hurt and my pain don't make me too appealing. I'd hope Scott would look up to me, run the business of the family. Had an evil empire just like his dear old dad Give him my love and the things I never had Scott would think I was a cool guy Return the love I have Make me want to cry Be evil 
but have my feelings too. Changed my life with Oprah and Maya Angelou, but Scott rejected me. Say la vie, life is cruel, treats you unfairly. Even so, a god there must be, mini me, you complete me. But now the real moment that y'all have all been waiting for ever since we brought it up in the very first episode. The final important necessary score. Yeah. And we're going to... This will put Austin among the ranks of our other franchises. And I don't think you're going to be surprised where it ends up. I don't... I agree. I think they're not going to be... That so, came out weird. Yeah, that's what she said. It got maybe? weird, didn't it? <laughs> so Try Austin Powers, pockets. International Man of Mystery. Remember, this is out of 100. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. Uh, the criteria for each individual one is just like where we think it ranks out of 100 on a right. quality level. And uh, uh, Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery, I gave... These are all going to seem fairly low, but for comedies, these are these are right, pretty right. high up there. But Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery, I gave a seventy-eight. It it was oh. very unique to its time. I think it paved the way for these types of satire parody type films, and it was one of the first ones that actually worked really well without trying too hard. And it, it just hit a lot of the right notes, and it, it set the stage for the next one. Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me, really upped its game with cinematography and overall production value. I gave that a 79, just one notch above. It what? had my favorite opening. It had my favorite opening sequence. I loved it. I love how it started with a twist. Just bang. She's a fembot. I love that it started with that. Like It's just <laughs> such a in-your-face way to start. And, and so memorable. It has the most quotable dialogue, I think, that I use in my everyday life. So The Spy Who Shagged Me, 79. And then bringing up the rear, Austin Powers, Gold Member. Still a worthy film. Not, not in the 60s. I gave it a 71. And I went back and forth. I really struggled with that one. Because I wanted to give it a 69 to be funny. And because it's, <laughs> you know, not perfect. But so I gave it a 71. I kept them in the 70s. Okay. Okay. Oh, man. Just some of the... It, it was a little bit more forced. The humor was. It didn't quite slap as hard as the other ones did for me. Right. I got... Uh, it's almost like... Yeah, I'll say this right now, actually. It's almost like the first one was your first bite of yeah. a really delicious piece of cake. Yeah. And then by the time you get to the end of it, it's just a little too sweet. You know? Oh, yeah, that's a good it's I just, like that. It's still sweet, but it just isn't as effective. The sugar doesn't hit you as much. You know? You kind of get desensitized to the humor, the novelty yeah, of it. I I hear you. Mm-hmm. Um Okay, I guess I'll do mine. Uh you're gonna be shocked. I think I am. I think you Gave him your numbers in relative to like a, a comedy, like the comedy genre. Yeah. I guess I just did cinema in general, but maybe maybe I gave him too high a number. Uh, so International Man of Mystery, ninety. Uh, not really. <laughs> okay, you were I I respect I keep giving your all these opinions. numbers. 
But I think you're too because we got a lot of franchises. I know. I'm cover. giving them too high. Not well. Well, that's why we, we average it out between the two of us, and we have other criteria. So that doesn't factor into the to the ranking, but that's all right. 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 Uh, right. So, yeah, I put it down as a nine. I just was thinking about the newness of it. Well, I, that was weird. But wow. just the... <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean just the humor. I mean, I've never. When it was was there any movie like this before it came out in '96? Doctor Strange Love. Doctor Strange Love. There. Okay. So it's following in that tradition, but Doctor Strange Love didn't come out. Uh, that came out in the '40s, didn't it? Oh, it was a long time ago. But you, long you said. Long time. There wasn't anything before it right. that was like this, and that was okay. the closest thing I can think of. I'm sure there's other okay. ones that tried but weren't great. Well, there's a whole bunch of those satire films, right? Like Blazing Saddles and stuff. I don't know if those are similar, but oh I never... yeah, by Mel Brooks. Yeah, Spaceballs. Yeah, that's the I, one uh, I Spaceballs is definitely one of them. Yeah. Okay, but so that, that interesting. That's fair, but this movie kind of brought that kind of parody comedy genre back. Yeah. And it did it in a different, a unique, hilarious way, I think. A lot, of, focusing on that swinger culture of the 60s and 70s, like in the sexual freedom. Yes. That was, you know, ran rampant those days. Uh, I like that they incorporated that. I mean, his hair pattern <laughs> and his chest. Oh, I never yeah. noticed yeah. that until I rewatched nice them. Nice touch. That's a really that's, nice touch. That's really funny. Um. Just the the puns, the in jokes, the Basil exposition, random task, uh, Doctor Evil, like just the on the noseness of it and being unabashed about it was funny, and yes. kind of new. I mean, other outside of it, it was a feature length SNL sketch, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yes, coming it was. exactly coming from Michael Myers or Mike Myers, <laughs> not Michael Myers, but. Uh, that's why I graded it so high, just because it kind of launched this franchise and that kind of subgenre of comedy. At the time, it kind of reinvigorated it. Right. Much like yes. X Men kind of reinvigorated the superhero genre right. at the in the early two thousands. But anyway, uh, next, the Spy Who Shaved Me, I gave a ninety five, just because it was better than the first one. The production value was better. It looked better. The jokes were more. Were funnier. Uh, the characters developed Wait, better. Wait, what did you give Spy Who Shagged Me? Uh, 95. Oh, 90. Dude, you're going... Wow, you're just ranking them within the universe. You're not even comparing them to the other films you've I done. Because <laughs> I was... I, I went real objective. Like, well, I can't oh, put man. it higher than these. Watch, next next franchise you do, I'm going to give it all a 60. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I don't think you will. I definitely won't. I definitely will not. Maybe but one of them. I don't know. Perhaps I'll have to ad uh, readjust these if we look back with a yeah. fourth movie. But anyways, I gave it a ninety-five. The jokes were better. I it was just better all around, in my opinion. And number three, I gave it eighty-five to Austin Powers and Goldmember. Eighty-five. That's... It's closer to your seventies. My my seventy one. It's only fourteen less. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> or, yeah, 14 less. Yeah. It's close. I mean, close. Closer. 14, closer yeah. than the closer. other ones in the 90s. Closer. I know. I... <laughs> Ah man. Oh, man, I mean that's your that's your opinion. You, I'm not gonna try to sway you. I just, it's, I was very. I succeeded surprised. in making myself look like a freaking idiot. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> no, I still no, love I... you. You complete me. I love you. I love you. I'm doing the hand motion. Hang in there, mini me. me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, classic. Somebody get the stick. <laughs> oh, <laughs> anyway, boy. but. Austin Powers and Goldmember, 85, like we talked about. The novelty kind of wore off. A little bit. The jokes were reused. They were stale. Uh, it got weird, the, didn't it? The sugar rush was starting to run off at this part, yeah. this at this stage in the, the franchise. But it's still good. It's still funny. It still it has is. those shining moments. It does. But that's why I gave it an 85. Not bad. So there's it's, our individual that don't affect the rankings but it's just something fun we like to do yeah, so now yeah. we'll do like the big criteria oh yeah this one i think you'll be you'll uh maybe you'll be I just as shocked so. but <laughs> you're gonna be really shocked with one of my numbers i think okay because it's you'll just, i'll explain myself but i'll i'll explain it gotcha. but uh, why don't you start with emotional impact okay. and these are also on a scale of one to 100 and these are what we average we take the total divided by five, you know, emotional story, character, visual, music, and then that gives the thing. And then we take each of our averages, add them together, divided by two. Mm-hmm. So. I will begin, I suppose. Emotional impact. Back, emotional. Back, back. <laughs> emotional impact. Put a little echo on that. <laughs> yeah. Reverb. That's anyway. Emotional impact. Uh, 95. Wow. 95. We're really Key far word. off of that one. Key what? <laughs> you and I are really far off on this one. Okay. Laughter is an emotion, Spencer. Yes, it is. Joy is an emotion which evokes laughter, and that is what I based my score on. Like, when okay. I watch these films, I laugh my butt off. Mm-hmm. Like, even though the jokes are stupid and, they're, and some of them are stale... I'm laughing my butt off during the whole movie. I mean, during Goldmember, I was like smiling during the whole opening segment with Britney Spears and Spielberg and all that. I, it was just make it made me giddy. It made me happy. I didn't think of it in those terms, like laughter and happiness is like, emotion. Emotional, like just, emotional, doesn't always have to mean sad. I and, know. Well, I didn't. And, I didn't. And melancholy. Do it that way, but just overall, like emotion. Yeah. I'll just. I'll tell you. You. You go ahead. And I have that. a little bit of sadness in here mixed in, like for Austin oh, yeah. in the first movie when Vanessa makes a comment about his teeth and he feels self conscious yeah. when she says, uh, "You're going to be a very lonely man in the '90s, Austin. Welcome to the '90s. You're going to be a very lonely man." And it shows that whole sequence of him like going to the bar and the people make fun of him because of what he's wearing and he's doing the peace sign. They're like, oh, peace. Huh? Yeah. I felt gonna... bad for him. I get you. Because he was a man out of time. He didn't, he wasn't in that culture. Uh, in Fat Bastard, too. I felt bad. There's a little bit of sadness for him and his, you know, his sob stories are a little bit of comedy, but you do feel bad a little bit. It's, I, I feel for him. You feel you like the character at the end because you know he did do his weight loss program. He has a neck vagina. Yeah, he has <laughs> changed his whole demeanor. He's a but good no, guy now. He, 
he's act he's a good guy and he's acting like one of Austin's old buddies, like an old bully from school, you know? Yeah. Who you catch up with later you. in life. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, hey Christian, how are you doing? What I mean since you, you tried to kill me? Great. <laughs> or yeah, you used to be a jerk in high school, but now you're really nice. Like that sort of thing. People grow up, they change, they you know, that's how I felt about him at the end. Like, he's just sitting That's there enjoying good. the movie, having his popcorn and his drink. He's like, hey, Austin, Austin. I did, like, yeah, that is, I, yeah. That's why he got like the that. most improved player of the year. Yeah. Uh, do, deservedly so. That's mm-hmm. what I gave it a 95, emotional right. impact. So now moving on. Yep. Well, you're going to be real, real, real surprised. And the reason it's this number is because I wasn't taking into account really like the laughter. I mean, yeah, I loved them all, and these are from my childhood. And this doesn't speak to the quality of the films, but just when I think emotional impact, like when I'm watching it, what is it? How does it make me feel? Does it make me feel something? And they did. It felt made me feel entertained. Like I, you know, it was entertainment value, not emotional value. So my emotional impact, thirty. Oh my! Whoa! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my golly, Miss Molly! Holy off. crap! <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's a 65-point difference there, Boomer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's an outlier. Those are going to skew them. But uh, I, I I won't explain it further. I already did just Ooh. Okay. didn't like hit me hard. It was funny and laughter. That's the only emotion I really it, got it from it. It didn't pull you on your heartstrings. Nah, nah. I mean, a few times, but not enough to put it up It's stranger vocal cords, though, laughing. Yeah, it did. I... I was real objective with that, I guess. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. I'm, so I'm digging now, it. Storytelling. And now I'll do this one first. You do that one. Yeah, you do go, the next one. go for it, dude. This one I did kind of for a joke with this number, but also it's where I really feel it is. But I gave it a 69. <laughs> because these stories... Like the first one is a unique thing, kind of this comedic look at these spy thrillers. Then mm. the other ones were just kind of formulaic. It didn't, like, again, when I think of storytelling, I think, like, oh, how captivating is it? But it's something, you, if you're not paying attention, you're still going to get it. Mm-hmm. And it's still good. Like, 69 is a respectable number. That's a respectable number. It tells oh. a story pretty well but sometimes it, it it just goes a little over the top with well, how there's a number it. there's a there's a story behind the number 69 as well but yeah sex <laughs> we leave nothing to the imagination no i get you i i hear you it's funny the 69 is funny i like that and i imagine yours is going to be a 105 yeah <laughs> are you are you done yeah, I, I i'm done. sorry i kind of yeah, cut into you there no go ahead i was done all right i gave it an 80 Oh, that's an low. That's really low. Okay, no, so kidding. in terms of story, <laughs> it's really low for me. <laughs> yeah, for you it is. Storytelling. Uh, so the whole premise of the whole premise of the stories of these films are just what does Battle say? Just enjoy yourself. Like you, yeah. you don't pay too much attention to it. It doesn't tie in like perfectly every single time. the The premises are just silly. They're absurd. Absurdity is the key word there. It's almost like it's theater of the absurd, really. I mean, the comedy is just absurd humor, really. Nobody acts like this in real life. It's a parody. No, yes. They're all caricatures. But in the world of the movie, 
the things that happen make sense. Yeah. Given the rules the film sets for itself, like going fourth wall breaking, Basil Exposition, like the the naming conventions. Yes. Like everything in this movie practically is normal to, to everybody in it. Like we think it's absurd and that's why we think it's funny, but it, it's all normal to them. Right, like random com- task and fat bastard. That's never a question right. like, how'd you get that name? It's just, oh, that's their name. <laughs> that's their name, yeah. The comedy doesn't need to make sense, given those rules. Neil's funny. The only names that are actually like uh, double-taked on kind of are um, a lot of vagina and, and uh, Ivana Humpalox. <laughs> what was that? Like, and fook me, fook you. But all the women's Excuse names. Excuse me. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, Humpalock. Fat Bastards is normal. Um, random Task is normal. Number two is normal. Number three is normal. Oh, yeah, but yeah. When you, Ivana when you throw in Ivana Humpalox, it's like, whoa, wait, what? Come again? I think you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I want a toilet made of Southern Gold, but that's just not in the cards right now, is it? <laughs> but, yeah. The whole thing, the storytelling within the world of the movie, the story makes sense given Correct. the rules of the film. That's yes. why I gave it that rating. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to us, but it doesn't have to. That's no. the point. Where Suspend you your disbelief. Yourself? Just enjoy yourself. Exactly. So, yeah, 80. That's me. All right. So, moving on to characters. Character, dude. Uh, Joel, I'm not mocking you when I do that. <laughs> Me neither, but maybe I am. You'll never know. <laughs> Characters. Okay, 85. That's how that's... We're, we're kind of on par there. Okay, 85. Austin and Dr. Evil are, of course, the highlights of oh, these yeah. films. Super fun. And like I said in the last episode, they're kind of inversions of themselves as they go on. Like, Austin starts off very flamboyant, very like, yeah, baby, yeah, like, out of there talking to everybody, you know, pointing fingers like, hey, I know you. Like, Yeah. In... He goes from that to being really kind of reserved in Goldmember, where Dr. Evil goes through the exact opposite. Right, like but Dr. still Evil, always over the top. Still always over the top, but just very c- more cold and, like, calm. Like, when he gives his whole soliloquy and, <laughs> like, my father was a Belgian, owned yeah. a Belgian whatever. Belangerie owner. Belangerie owner. He's more, like... <laughs> sinister or he tries to be yeah more sinister like darker right in the earlier films but then by the third one he's just like i don't give a fuck anymore i'm just gonna i'm i'm gonna put on my my trucker's hat and do trucker radio talk i'm gonna be dancing to sinatra and you know what i'm gonna do a gangster rap i'm gonna do a gangster rap in prison yeah and the yard i'm just gonna be happy-go-lucky the whole time which is what you see in mm-hmm. the third movie. Another thing I noticed about him in the third, you know what? I th- this is kind of going into why I felt something was off about him. He's too clean. Hmm. What do you mean? In the submarine. Like, you look at him in his costume and his makeup from International Man of Mystery compared to Goldmember. It's too good. Oh. The makeup is too good. I feel you. You know what I mean? In a he looks, totally he appropriate looks, way, I feel you. Right. <laughs> Whoa. I'll feel you. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, there's a bunch of sibling connections, too, that I saw. And not even that, but the who throws a shoe, honestly. honestly. Who throws a cupcake, honestly. Like, that's hinting at, hinting way back, ring theory. Ring theory, take a shot, everybody. Yeah. ba all the way back to the first movie, I like that. They were clever in that way, and they did that yeah. one more time in this movie, too, with another joke. 
Yeah, the the parents, yeah. Belgians. Not even the Belgian parents, but the 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 cabbage. Oh yeah, or, yeah, your little yeah that yeah. yes, yes, yes. Um, so characters. Yeah, the caricature, the Austin and Doctor Evil, of course, and then just to go through the character, the each character has an arc. Austin has his arc. Scotty, Scott has his gets arc. An arc. Absolutely. Fat yeah, Bastard baby. has an arc. Mini Me, does he have an arc? Kinda. Kinda. A two story or a two movie arc, yeah. Doctor Evil kind of has an arc, but it it's he really does. abrupt. It's really abrupt. Oh yeah. Though. Yeah, that's all right. I forgive it. Like he just accepts his name is Dougie. Right. I'm Dougie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all the characters by Goldmember become a character of themselves. Oh yeah, you know, a shell of them. No, I wouldn't say a shell, but I, yeah, I, a character. Of like themselves. there's certain there's certain characteristics that each character has, and all of a sudden those characters become defined by those characteristics. Kind of like in SpongeBob. Oh, every episode, like the newer episodes of SpongeBob from the past few years, Mr. Krabs is a greedy crab. He loves money, so there it becomes a stereotype where we have to have a joke about money every time. See, I don't watch you know what I mean? Or Sandy, Sandy yeah. Cheeks used to be a squirrel that lives underwater. That's the funny, partly why it's funny, but she's also a scientist. Now, in the newer episodes, she, she's always shown as a scientist. Like, it, the characteristics they have become their it's always defining traits. Fun. And it kind of it's overtakes. It's always fun to see the changes that characters make over time. And you, some of them you start to like them more. Like, they're... Like, you don't even realize, but you'll look back on an old episode of, like, something, and you're like, wow, they used to be really different and not really likable. Like, a, two real good examples. I'm sure a lot of shows do this, but, oops. In Family Guy, Stewie Griffin goes from just this maniacal, crazy, like, psycho British baby that just wants to kill his mom and take over the world to more of a real... A nuanced yeah, character. Yeah, like, he's not... You he see, doesn't hate his parents anymore. He's he's just I'm building time machines and just hanging out with Brian and more. Yeah, not what as I over took, the top. What I took five miles to say is the opposite of what you just said. Okay, where the characters kind of started out. Yeah, they did it backwards. They started out more nuanced, almost in some cases. In Austin's case, that's not the case. But they did the reverse, where Doctor Evil just turned into a caricature of. It's almost like Jack Sparrow. Oh like Jack yeah, Sparrow that's a started good example. Out, yeah, Jack Sparrow started out as this oh very suave pirate man, you know. And then he just becomes. And then a he drunk. just turns into it's... a big old goofball. Well, same thing like, with Dumb and Dumber and Dumb and Dumber Two. I mean, yeah. they were over the top, but they just went way over. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'm trying to they say. They kind of got you know another show that does that. They did it really well. If you watch. And this happens in shows just because when you're starting, you don't really know who these characters are yet. But uh, in The Office, like if you look at a character like uh, Kelly Kapoor, she barely gets screen time or any lines in seasons one and part of season two. And when she does, it's kind of this serious. But then she just goes full like... Valley like girl, gossip like. valley girl, and then Kevin starts as more like a normal guy, and then in season four, just randomly, like his voice changes and he becomes more of like a character. But it's he's, it's for the better, they right? Do this for the better, mm-hmm. and just all the relationships that develop, obviously. But yeah, yeah, there's our our office tidbit for you. There we go. Yeah, I that's give... about that's about it for characters for me. 
Yeah, that's and I 85. Gave, I'm on 85. par, and pretty much everything you just said. I'm not even going to go any further. I'm just going to give you my score because we we talked about it. But I gave him an 80. Gave okay. him an 80. Very respectable. That's good. Yeah, for all the reasons that we talked about. So now, visual style. This is a film. This franchise. They're not going for ooh, let's make this look pretty. And comedies generally don't. It's not going for art artistry. Or like, ooh, mood lighting. Mm. Except when they're in space and Spy Who Shagged Me. Which, that's why, that's the only reason this one's so high. But just because I love the colors and the the dance sequences. And, you know, that's all part of visual style too. Not just how it's shot. But, and, and like the visual gags and stuff. So oh, yeah. I, I gave it, and this is kind of low, but it's because it's weighted heavily by like cinematography as a whole. But I gave it a 67, right where International Man of Mystery started in 1967. Uh, okay. So I, I gave it a 67 there. I think it's it's artistic enough. Okay. Okay. I can dig that. I can see where you're coming from. Oh, thank you. Okay. Get ready for mine, man. Oh, I can't wait. 106. Visual style. 90. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> okay, so let's dig into it. You're a colors gonna, guy. Don't want to spend, I am a colors guy. And I just, you know, you get the character, the, the stereotypical Dr. Evil lair. Everything's gray. It's very Empire. Empire-esque. Uh-huh. And then yeah. you, you get into his volcano lair and <laughs> stereotypical steel, you know, gray, chrome, all that. Yes. Like everything's chrome for evil. You get magma. Liquid hot magma. Magma. And <laughs> I wrote down Bowser's Castle. <laughs> yeah, is what, I see it. <laughs> is what I'm getting. I mean, you do see spikes and stuff like that too. Oh, yeah. But Oops. I love the 60s. I like the 60s flower power stuff. Oh, it yeah, gives so it, it gives the film a distinctive, like, obviously, I think the thing I like about it is it's the exaggeration of the 60s flower power it looks like a, a one giant certain well not the whole movie but certain segments look like a giant uh what is it soul train music video a certain, yeah, not soul train like a, not soul train uh, but like an old hippie band like on stage with the rainbow like lighting stock or something yeah something like that it's like somebody took a paintbrush and just threw it in a Tie dryer dye. and yeah. opened the dryer midway through the sequence and just say let's see what happens baby yeah <laughs> I, 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 it's like those music videos where, you know, they got long bowl cuts, bling, their V-necks go down oh, yeah. to their belly button, you know, with their bell bottoms, all that. The camera's doing that zoom in, zoom out, zoom in, yeah. zoom out. Oh, basically the, the, the psychedelic transitions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which, okay, really? bad, bad note here. Those mm-hmm. aren't in Goldmember at all. No, it's Which such a I, different... I didn't even notice, to be honest, but now that I know that I didn't notice, I don't like it at all. That was like an Austin Powers thing. It was a staple. Yeah. And it's not in there. But anyway. Mm. They wouldn't really fit the tone, I guess. No, but it's a tradition. Like the the wipe in Star Wars. Like the wipe transition. It should have been in there, I'm saying, but. Yeah. 60s flower power. That thing. I like uh, Goldmember's pad. That's cool. Uh, the visual style of the opening sequences, the visual humor is definitely part of the visual style. Yeah, lots of and, penises and boobs. Uh, yep, yep. And that's a huge part of the humor 
for these films is the visual, sure. the sexual innuendo and the humor and the the pantomiming and all that. That's huge, and that's all part of the visual style, uh, especially in the opening sequences, which are well choreographed. Yes, they are. And the visuals, like we like we've talked about, they improve with each film. Yes, they with do. bigger budgets and bigger stakes and all that, but perhaps to its detriment in Goldmember. Perhaps it looks too good. It's like the Toy Story 4. They just it took got, too much of a good thing. It got too good for their skivvies. Yeah. Too big for their skivvies. So 90, 90, 90 for visual Not style. Bad. Music. Burt Bacharach, Elvis Costello. Mm-hmm. I gave it an 89. We are very close on this one. Good. I'm good. I'm, I'm good just going to gonna tell you I'm and good. then we can discuss it. I gave it an <laughs> yes. 88. So, oh, okay. Yeah, okay, let's l- open discussion here. So let me just Oh, list. just the... Exactly. I mean, that's so That's so iconic, yes. I mean, that I love that. And the, just yes. the over-the-top, cheesy, satirical uh, like songs, like the spy, like the James Bond-sounding music for, oh, the for evil. Dr. Evil. Yeah, that and the... the da, all of those george s clinton and they overuse them on purpose because they're great they're the strongest parts consistently with all of these films i think then why i can't believe i gave it an 89 then that's weird (laughs) to my personal scale that's like a 200 i thought (laughs) no but george s clinton's score i really like because of the Wow. The what? The what? <laughs> the da, 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 da. <laughs> the ba, 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 da, da. I like that. One billion dollars. Yeah, that's one of the most it's it's a it's a comedic coda. Well yeah, and even like the in universe yeah. stuff they do, like with the Burt Backrack, how they have those songs in yeah, there. Yeah. And then Doctor Evil's raps and his songs and Austin Powers' songs and the Gold Member songs. Ming T, yep. His They're grunge 90s band. Yeah. They're all really good. Yeah. And they uh, fit the feel of all of the... the yeah. Even like the music at the beginning of The Spy Who Shagged Me when they're doing the Star Wars crawl thing, but that music under that, like that sinister, darker, but still yeah. comedic sounding parody. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, it's great. Sinister, noir sounding. Yeah, that noir, double yeah. O Well, even the da-da-da... Or in the jazzy aspects of the score, it sounds very noirish, yeah. spy, spy yeah. thriller esque. But in a, it's almost a, the music's a parody of your traditional spy movie. It is. Music. That's what I love about it because you can tell. Like even it's with Austin Pussy, yeah, Austin Pussy. The music, the theme for Austin Pussy in Goldmember is like very, very James Bond, oh. almost a complete ripoff, but it's not. It's different structure, but. Uh, Soul Bossa Nova and Quincy Jones, the parody raps, Ming T. Did you hear BBC? His song, BBC? Who? Uh, Austin Powers and Ming T, his band, Mm-mm. the song BBC. Mm-mm. Take a look it up after after this. Okay. It's another song that his band that sang, Daddy Wasn't There. Um, it's another one of their songs, except it's very 60s, 70s rock sounding. Ah, uh, gotcha. It's the 90s rock. But, and how can we cannot even get. To this section without saying uh beyonce mm. <laughs> i mean queen b baby queen b i love the song hey gold member i like it a lot yeah, in this me a film bit, but... 
Uh, I it was really good. like it. I, it was it's just got too a really, long. It's got a funky, foxy beat. <laughs> oh, and hey, the unsung hero of the whole thing in Spy Who Shagged Me, remember? Bam, bam, bam. I've been really trying, oh. <laughs> baby. Oh, yes. All the licensed Try music. I've back this feeling for so long. And I, if I you have... feel <laughs> like I feel, baby, then come on. Oh, Christian, yes. come on, let's okay. get it on. Does Krista oh, know about oh, this? Oh, baby, <laughs> let's get it on. Podcast, let's get it on. Sequels, I love them all. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Right? I thought you were going into... <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. No. <laughs> no, I should have. Man. Anyways, Groovy, licensed baby. music, what you just did, that the music was good in the first one, but they really, really, bigger budget, hello, were able to afford those better, hello, oh, those sick songs. as a dog. Sick as a dog. Honorable now. mention, best part right there. Okay. Like The Who, they got music from The Who, American Woman, oh, yeah, uh, that's Madonna, right. Beautiful Stranger. Yeah. Oh, good stuff. Marvin Gaye. <laughs> like you just saying, I think that oh, was Marvin, Marvin Gaye, correct? Yes, it was Marvin okay. Gaye. But yeah, I me, mean, it kind of gets turned down in Goldmember, yeah, the music, of of the licensed music. But yeah. oh, all stuff does. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I I did. <laughs> what did you just do? <laughs> I was mocking you. <laughs> what, what did you? What I did, did you what just you did say? What with did the I dyad. Do? <laughs> no, that's no. good. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, anyway, so anyways, uh, yeah, I gave it an eighty-nine, but you gave it an eighty-eight. Eighty-eight, yes. So. Okay. That brought my Finn score, based on that criteria, to a solid 67 for the franchise. Okay. And that was dividing it and all that? Yep. That was what the criteria that we just talked about. Yep. Yep. I got to add it and divide it real quick. I didn't do that stuff. Oh, come on. So we got 95 mm-hmm. plus 80 mm-hmm. plus 85. Good job. Plus 90. Thank yes. you. Plus 89 equals. And then divide it by 5? Yes. Oh, boy. Oh boy. 87. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's not right. <laughs> so 154 divided by 2 brings this total it's still where it rightfully should be. Okay, good. Um, it it gives it uh seventy seven. I think that's fair. I think I that's think fair that's too. Fair. See, my low numbers mixed with your really high numbers evened each other out kind of and put it right where it needs to be. There we go. And so that, I don't need to change a damn thing. No, you don't. No. <laughs> you do not, no. sir. And that brings us just as a, a quick update. I know this is only our third film. But uh, our franchise. current standings, or yes, our third franchise. Thank you very much. That brings the current rankings to 
Number, imagine when we get really going and we have like a yeah. hundred films. Anyway, number three, Austin Powers at 77. Mm-hmm. Number That's two, fair. Star Wars at 85. And number one, Toy Story with a 90. And I think that's fair for all I, of those. I agree. I think I think, I th- I think so. Fair. Pers- again, Star Wars, personally, it's much higher. But logically, yeah, given the mathematical analysis, I can see that. Yeah. So about where it <sighs> needs to be. Now, yeah. Christian, I wrote something... And I practiced it a little okay. bit. It's not a parody. I just, I found a freestyle rap beat mm-hmm. and I wanted to, I'm really pushing this career because yeah. <laughs> uh, no offense to where I'm from, Ionia, Dude, but they're kind of awesome known for the like these episode. people, these, these people that after high school, they, you're either a rapper or you do MMA. I guess I'm the rapper. <laughs> I'm one of the rappers. <laughs> no. Little uh, county sure of Ionia. Yeah. <laughs> little town of Ionia. You're either rapper or an MMA fighter, baby, and guess which one I am. Let me just give you a hint. I hate getting hit in the face. I'm a stripper. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to try it, but I'm kind of scared. I almost don't want to do it in front of you because I'll mess up. But if you want to hear it, I, I guess I will. It's up to let's, you. Let's do it. I don't know just, if I want to. Just enjoy right. yourself. I'm going to try. I have this. You know what? This yeah. is my sample that I send into the studio. This is my my mixtape, if you will. Okay. Okay. This so, is your demo. Yeah. I don't know if you'll be able to hear the music. It's uh, my demo. That's the word I'm using. Yeah. There you go. Okay. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Oh, man. I'm nervous. Let's I'm hear it. I'm excited. Water. I don't want to. Mm. It's much better than my attempt uh, with Toy Story that never aired, and uh, that's okay with me. <laughs> that was my first attempt, and it That'll be a Patreon exclusive. Well. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Unless you give me $100, just me. So a $200 tier. No, you got to do the $100. $100, yeah. Okay, I'm going to give it a shot. Let's hear it. Let's do it. Yo, Christian, are you recording? Okay, good. Make sure you, you really are. Like, double check to make sure you're not recording out of, like, the computer mic. Because I'm about to drop something. I didn't come from the streets, but, like, I've been on them. I used to walk on streets sometimes. Let me tell you about the story that goes down in history. Austin Powers in the national man of mystery. He and Agent Kensington were already on the go. They had to catch a madman known as Dr. Evo. When they finally caught him, he was already half frozen. Everybody thought he was gone, but he launched in space in orbit. Not in 1997, Dr. Evil has returned. Austin Powers froze himself so he would be preserved. We meet number two, random task and patio. Doctor brings a crowd, Mustafa had to go. Dr. Evil's proven sense, so all the Earth will soon be dead. Austin meets some Dembots and he blows up all their heads. Just in time, the plan is canceled. The world just gotta win. Dr. Evil feeds the space and big boys soon will meet again. Austin and Vanessa 
Finally get the hump, hump And random task is taken out with a penis pump Last time we left Austin, he was shacking quite a lot But his lovely bride Vanessa turned out to be a fembot Austin gets his mojo taken, the sets him on the course That bastard Dr. Evil, men and me have no remorse Number two is back but younger, we're in 1969 Dr. Evil has a time machine that seems to be benign Upon arrival to the past, the planet set in motion A laser on the moon will turn the earth into an ocean Austin beats many me, that's his felicity Double the powers, turns out to be super key Evil goes back to spaceship, is now penis shape And not as the aim, but he always seems to escape Testicle spectacles, well let it watch Catmaster shows up, gets kicked in the crotch Final tale from Austin, is one we will remember Cause Austin Powers fights the Dutch and one we call go member Back in time we travel once again to 1975 Austin talks with Foxy, tries to get in her beehive Dr. Evil sits in prison, starts a riot to break out He and Mini-Me are back together, time to take a different Scotty route Scotty turns to Evil, finally gets his dad's respect Nigel flips the script and says he's Dr. Evil's dad Dougie, Nigel, Austin, and even Mini-Me I'll take down Gold Member, and Foxy gets to see With one more twist, oh hold up This film is off the rails, Gold Member is triple tut And Scott Evil prevails Yeah, this has been a sequel men recap rap production Like us on Facebook and shit I'm out, I guess Okay, fade it out, fade the music out Thank you so there it is. Dang, dude. Um, there's a part. You are really good at rapping, though. For you're far better than I am. Well, thank you. I couldn't do that unless I, uh, you I took got the, off how, the path. How long did it take you to do that? Um, like two hours. That's really good, dude. It's you it'll come be better up with when those I lyrics send you the... all do it yourself. Yeah, I did. That's actually really impressive. Thank you very much. Singing ability aside. Like There's not a part uh, in the middle that I went off. I said it wrong. Like I wrote it to a certain beat, like pattern, oh, like okay. rhyming scheme. But I, I didn't do it right. It was going to be more impressive because okay. I was going to go faster. But um, okay, I'm that'll li- all be. I'll work out the kinks when I send you the the file. Okay, dude. No, seriously. I being sincere right now. That's really impressive how you can write all that down. Well, I appreciate that. Like, maybe I found a niche. I, maybe you, I'm a good writer, not a good rapper. Well, you're you're good at writing rap. You're not bad at singing. Oh, it you know what? I got the the part. I'll send it to you though. It's going to be much more impressive. The uh, the part where I talk about Austin Powers beating Mini Me and then saving Felicity and double. Down. Okay. Yeah. Dang nice. it. I'm really mad because right before the show I was doing that and I nailed it every time. That's okay. But then I got off track. That's but okay. um, cut all this critique out, though, right, 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 and uh, right, just put yeah. how you really liked it. <laughs> yeah. Make me sound better. No, I'm serious, but, uh, though. You listen might, to a lot of rap. I don't. I do. I do. That's why I couldn't do it. I might I might try a different uh Maybe I could sing beat. a ballad version. <laughs> you I should. Mean, or a pop rock song. Or maybe we can, maybe we can sing a song together. Oh, that'd be adorable. No, like a... Yeah, like harmonizing oh no yeah like right. queen or something like that oh yeah we should we should do that for or def leopard or something what you know <laughs> like yeah like a bit or like blink 182 yeah or Backstreet austin's Boys. mom has got it <laughs> <laughs> she's all i wanted i've waited for so long i'll do the high stuff okay okay
we have? What do you have left after this? We got. Well, we, we got if any you final parting? Briefly, briefly talk about if Austin Powers forever oh! comes out. We won't get too much into it, but no, uh, no, no, no. Austin Powers four. What? What do you want to see? What do you hope to see? What do you think we're gonna see? Well, if it ever happens, what I hope. Hold on, let me itch my nose. It's really itchy. I wash my hands. What I hope is they don't try too hard. Um, they've already number three. Like, kind of is a good way to end it. Like, I I don't know if I want a number four and get a situation like Toy Story four because it ended oh, as perfectly right. as it could with number three. We get the background. You're it right. It ends with with them. Austin Powers and Dr. Evil being brothers well, and being a family. Let me rephrase that. I agree with you. Whether or not you're right is subjective. I don't yeah. know if I agree with that, but I like it, it, it does kind of wrap it up nicely because it is the final movie in the trilogy. You know, it it, it feels like, like we said, that band getting back together movie. Like, oh, the best of Austin Powers. Here's that funny joke. Here's that other funny joke. Yeah. Oh, here's Let's the Let's throw bit. in some celebrity cameos. Let's do right. a big budget thing. Right. That's I... what I... Would hope for continuity wise, they would keep Scott Evil as oh, absolutely the next, but just even how they ended that, it ended not really open ended, but it did it, like they're setting it up, right. but they're setting it up for the sake of setting it up just to show, hey, here's you know, we're leaving yeah. it at this. I didn't see at the end of the credits, Austin Powers will return. Or Scotty no. will return. I mean, no. <laughs> he's but part of MCU. No, <laughs> I'd like to see Mike Myers play another character. Obviously, a new villain. It. Yeah, yeah, and he would. I mean, we know he would. Well, I read this that he said in an interview, and this was probably a long time ago, that Fat Bastard would be in it, and he would have relapsed and turned into Fat oh. Bastard again. See, I wouldn't like that. I want to. I don't know. Either him, him to not be in it, or for him to be kind of just like a regular good dude yeah it has nothing to do to further the plot just kind of hangs out or something or maybe he could work with them maybe they could film like a new uh institution like the league of heroes or league of spies or something kind of yeah. like uh despicable me avengers the avengers of <laughs> you'll have fat bastard or what do you want to call him now thin bastard thin bastard just bastard thin <laughs> nice man I, <laughs> just that's uh, bastard Bastard. <laughs> I like that even more. Fat bastard. No, it's just bastard now. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I dropped the fat. It's just bastard. I like the idea of, okay, get me, get me, listen to me on this. If they do an Austin Powers 4, have it take place present day, like today, 2020. Mm -hmm. And they go back to either the 90s or the 80s via time travel and when they do that they can do like the whole back to the future bit and have a cameo with christopher lloyd because well, they'll be going back to the 80s but they i, I wouldn't want to see him do time travel again because they did that in literally every one of them i know I think they'd it, have to move away from it would kind of be a nice addition to the time travel trope of austin Ooh, powers how, became, okay I think you just said this. You said 80s or 90s, right? Yeah. See, we've seen these movies take place in the 90s. We've seen them in the early 2000s. We've seen them in the 70s. And we've seen them in the 60s. So it'd have to be in the 80s. Yep. Yep. 
what if, oh my gosh, what if they did the Toy Story 4 thing and he went to find Felicity? Oh, no. (laughs) That would be. be... What would be cool is if there was like a, a scene where at various points in time, you see all three of the Powers women have a scene together or something. That would be, oh, that would be cool. They'd be like Charlie's Angels. Yeah, well, maybe not like necessarily working together and knowing each other, but just- I think that would be kind of cool. Where they all meet and be like, who are you? Oh, I'm Austin's, well, I'm his wife right now. uh, Well, what? I'm with him and you're- Who are you? I'm Foxy Cleopatra. (laughs) Like they have a feud. I don't know. Yeah. And Dr. Evil comes in and goes, yeah, um, I'm single. Yeah, but he'd have to. I, he'd he'd get one of them. Vanessa, because she's a fembot. I would like Mike Myers to have a new role as a new, you know, a new character, a new villain like Goldmember right, and right. Fat Bastard, alongside Scotty. Mm-hmm. That would be kind I of think fun. Austin Powers for Scott Fall. <laughs> Austin Powers in Scott Fall. Another... And I find I finally realized why it was called Goldmember. Because member, member, yeah, member is a slang for you know junk. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Duh. It'd have to be a play on. Well, I mean, Scott Fall is, but I don't, that's not a very good one. It'd have to be a one of the older ones, like a longer one, like um, Scottino Royale. <laughs> ooh, that's not bad. No, Scottino. Uh, oh, that's kind of Tostito. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> they already did a casino thing. Um, they um, could do. Die another way. Oh. <laughs> and just shows funny. Austin Powers go back in time and he has to like, his other selves die or he has to prevent them. Ooh. Like, There's got to be another way. What if he gets stuck in a time loop? Kind of like that show on Netflix. What show? I don't know what it's called, but it's about this woman who gets, it's kind of like Groundhog Day where you she gets stuck and she's reliving the same day over and over and over again. You know, Groundhog Day. Yeah. It could be like that with Austin. Well, there's another movie like that. Have you ever seen Happy Death Day? No. It's kind of like a horror comedy. It's not scary, really. It's just mm-hmm. like a serial killer. But it, she gets stuck in the same day over and over, and, and it's the day, like, she dies. Like, a serial killer yeah. kills her, and she has to figure out who it is and stop it. And or Because every time she dies, well, that she could be interesting for the Austin. next day over again. It, it could. It could be comedic. But comedic. that's been done. I don't know. I don't know. Well, they could do... Well, I don't know. <clears throat> we didn't brainstorm this ahead no. of time. No. Who knows I mean, if they'll come out with another one, but... Uh. No, I mean, with Vern Troyer missing, I know Mike said that it would be kind of difficult to do that yeah, now that he's not with us anymore, yeah. but rest his soul. Yeah. Um. I wouldn't want him to be recasted, though. See, I, I think I'd be okay with it. With that other I, guy I, I was really talking about in the last though. episode, because it you would, be, it would pull them. you right out of the movie. I mean, as far as I mean, I don't know how well, in they depth, did it with in depth you get into the movie. Well, they well, mm, they had to. Yeah, he's a you can't well, write they have Dumbledore to out. You can't write Mini Me out. He just switched sides. Okay, well, here's the difference. Harry Potter already existed as a book series where Dumbledore was present in the okay. early books. Touche. Mini Me does. There's no books or material to work off. Of. Touche, I, I said. Okay. <laughs> uh, Didn't get the memo. <laughs> yeah. 
No, I'm looking around my my little studio here though. Uh-huh. And it's starting to kind of really give me the heeb jeebs cuz there's a lot of like cobwebs and spider webs around. Wow. And it's I think it's time for a little cleaning. Well, yeah, well here's the thing. That I place better clean. be spotless when I come back. No. I maybe I'll work on it, but the spider webs specifically are weird because, like, they're they're really. Have you ever seen the movie Charlotte's Web? How she puts oh, like, yeah. little messages in there. Some of it's like they're trying to spell stuff. I don't know. It's weird. Like they're up in the corner right here. Like this one, I've never seen this spider before, but it's like red and blue. It's 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 interesting. It's weird. I've never seen it before, and like there's one in the corner over here that it. It's like black, but weird. It moves all shifty and I don't oh, I'm, I can imagine that would be creepy. I, well, it would be creepy in like at night, like when I and turn the lights alone. off. Well, and it, it, the the one turns the lights off and it glows. It got close oh. to biting me once, but I was like, uh-uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I've I've seen arachnophobia. <laughs> I'm not. Well, I ain't effing with that, but. Um, hopefully, hopefully, if we ever do get to see uh, Austin Powers four, it doesn't creep you out as much as that cop. No, went. dude, hold up. I'm getting a. Do you see this? I see it's what? A, there's a, a breaking news clip from this. Oh, it's hold this on. This must be new. Yeah, I think it's, it's breaking news. Duh. It's uh, from a online web. Oh, it used to be a newspaper. It looks like. But it, it's not around anymore. All right, I just um, sent it to you. Here, watch it. Well, okay. here, we'll watch it together. Hold up. Okay, hold on. You got it synced? Yeah. Okay. All right. Hit play. Three, and two, one. Now. As the pandemic continues to ravage the nation, we now go to dailybugle.net with a special news bulletin. If you have a chair, you may want to sit down, folks. New evidence suggests that the pandemic wasn't caused by a flying fox, but by a household pest. No, I'm not talking about your children. Spider-Man. This webhead helps himself to our clean air and contaminates it by spreading his virus wherever he swings. That little old lady he helps cross the street could be your grandma, and he's putting her on her deathbed just by being outside. Let me tell you something. Spider-Man is far from essential. He's a menace. The people aren't going to stand for it anymore. Help me end his tyrannical reign and plaster his face all over the media and I'll make him infamous. Bring me pictures of Spider-Man. Whoa, okay. Okay. That's, I like that's it. That's a hot hole. I mean, he's kind of an ass, but he you is, know. but it's he's <laughs> he might be right though. This what is this? This spider guy? What uh Sp oh, calling himself Spider-Man. Guy with eight hands. Man. Sounds Spider -Man. hot. Spider-Man. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm, oh, I hope he, do you think he can this, do flips? I I think he can do more than flips. Wait a minute. <laughs> Dude, do you know what this means? I know what it means. I'm getting the message. It's coming you, together. That must mean uh, our next franchise is about spi sp It's Wait. It's is this Spider-Man? Spider -Man? <laughs> is this Spider-Man? Spider-Man, man. Are we doing it? I think so, but Spencer, which Spider-Man are we doing? Oh, right, because there's the MCU ones. There's the Andrew Garfield ones, all worthy. But I think, let's I go I think we back. better start where it started. 
Well, if we did that, we'd have to go back to like the well, 60s. Not the 60s. <laughs> Let's go back to where a oh, guy named mean... Sam Raimi. Oh, Sammy Ray. Decided to do his own adaptation with Sony's help and Columbia Pictures' help. A and Tobey Maguire's you know, help. Tobey Maguire, Kirsten Dunst, you, uh, Willem Dafoe, hello. You might remember this movie, uh, Spider-Man. So it's decided. Our next franchise... Because we gotta, we gotta uncover that. We gotta see what this thing's all about. That that news article we just heard was, like, he can't be that bad. As bad as that guy's talking about, right? Yeah, I mean, old Jay Jonah. You gotta watch Jay out for Jonah him. Jay Jonah and his buzz cut. Cheapers. I bet he's gonna be bald someday. I don't know. Guy with that good of hair, <laughs> he's gotta be. But that's. Uh, I think so too. <clears throat> So there you have it, folks. That uh, This has been, thank you for listening to Austin Powers. Yes. And as we say goodbye to one, we say hello to another. Yep. And we're slinging webs. Our spidey senses are tingling with the Sam Raimi my, classic. I don't know about your spider sense, but my Peter tingle is <laughs> off the charts. That's not invented yet. <laughs> but we're taking you to Manhattan. I saw all three of them in theaters, and I remember going to all of them in theaters. I remember uh, one of them was real kind of special because I it was a summer. My sister was um, was in labor, or not oh. in labor, but she had to be in hot in the hospital for an extended uh-huh. amount of time because she was pregnant with my nephew who was premature. So she had oh. to be in the hospital for. Like this, it maybe I'm way off, but it's okay. it was the whole summer. So I stayed with my brother-in-law and my niece and other nephew who are older, uh, like um, pretty much exclusively with them for the summer. And what I did, I helped out around the house, like did house projects with him. And as payment, I say that with quotes, he would always he would take me to see a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so even like a couple times a week, he'd, he'd take me to see a movie. And one of the movies that he that we went and saw was Spider-Man. Um, I, mm. I I can't remember if it was Spider-Man or Spider-Man Two. What year did Spider-Man Two come out? Spider-Man Two came out in two thousand four, I believe. Okay, and Spider-Man Three was two thousand seven. I remember that. Yes. So my nephew was born in 2000. I should know this. Okay, he was born in 2002. So it was the first Spider-Man, and it was just like this amazing. I remember it because it was cool because he and I like bonded over the house projects, and he would. It was just him and I. Like my niece and nephews didn't go. It was just him and I. He would take me to a movie, and that would be our thing. And I remember I would always get – it was always Celebration Cinema North, and that was like the big, the big one at the time. You know, it had the IMAX, and oh, I would yeah. always get Muddy Bears. That was my snack. Mm. I'd always get – I'd get Muddy Bears. They were gummy bears that were covered in chocolate, and they were delicious. But those were fun memories, just, uh, just bonding with oh, – with, yeah. uh, my brother-in-law, who they later turned, they later ended up being my legal guardians, and I lived with them like permanently, oh. through all through middle school and high school. So that was cool, oh. making memories. Well, thank you for sharing that. Like I'm not oh. even saying that. Sit, I'm not even being sarcastic, like, dude. Okay, listen to me. 
an old I didn't he's older than I am but I know his family I knew him just by association with the town of Ionia um just a real like a real good dude uh Tim Belize it you don't know him obviously but um mm-hmm. the Belizes are great people but uh, yeah Tim he graduated a fee a bunch of years before I was in high school but he was he was like a real like top top-notch athlete and just like a good dude like a, a good role model mm-hmm. uh and he he's he's like a volleyball coach in college now but uh he just messaged me and i i don't think i've ever personally talked to him to his face but he messaged me on facebook and said listening to the podcast for the first time loving it man so oh, that's man. awesome so tim Belize, thank you very much i appreciate that and thanks for reaching out i that's uh it's awesome. It's, Did you just receive that? Yeah, like literally. That's just now. Awesome. I read it like I right after I finished telling my story, that popped up and as All right. So very, very That's cool. cool. Well, Tim, if you like what you're hearing, we got about with this one, nineteen episodes, eighteen for, yeah. you, for you to listen to and enjoy. So we're glad to hear you Keep tuning listening. in and listening and But anyway, you're you're Spider Man. Yeah, uh I don't stuff. really have a super uh, no deep connection. No deep connection story, but I loved Spider-Man when I was a kid. Oh, I yeah. loved the movie. I loved the video game. My cousin Jeffrey, he um, lived in Tennessee at the time, and he would come, him and his family, my Uncle Scott and Aunt Karen, uh, cousins Katie and Jeffrey, would come up once every now and again. And he, one time he brought his Xbox, and one of the games that he had was Spider-Man. The original Spider-Man from Treyarch on the Xbox. And I remember vividly it was the part when you're fighting Vulture and you're climbing the stairway that's on fire. Have you ever played that game? No, I have not. The original Spider-Man. Not that I'm aware of. Anyway, I just remember watching my cousin playing that and I wanted to play it so badly myself, but I never had an Xbox. And I didn't, I guess I didn't understand or think that you could get it on any other system at the time. Mm Mm-hmm. But uh, that's another. That's one vivid memory of just Spider-Man franchise in general, and the cartoon from uh, the '90s, the '90s never, animated series. I never got into that as much. No? Yeah, I did, but not not as oh, much as I should have. I loved it when I was a kid. Oh but yeah, I me think too. I, I think I fell in love with it after I saw the movie because the movie I think was what really got me into it. I just shared that gaming story because that's. I'm really familiar with the Spider-Man video games. Like, I loved them all when I was a kid. Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, which is arguably the pinnacle of all Spider-Man video games. But anyway, as far as the movie's concerned, uh, I remember wanting those web shooters that you get out of the cereal box. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's Dope just water. AF. Oh, yeah. yeah. You just oh, the silly the string out. ones, the ones oh, that yeah. were better. Like at Meyer I never had one. I or never my, had well, one. Walmart Meyer's a store yeah. exclusive to a few states up here. But other than that, uh, I remember we went and saw Spider Man. We, my dad and my uncle, I think, was with us. My uncle Larry and my sisters, I think, were also with us. We went to Cinema Carousel uh, over here in Muskegon, and I remember that time specifically i also remember uh boys club we had i went to beach elementary when i was a kid and they had this program after school program once a month it's called boys club 
um, and they'd organize like a special event every month. Like you'd go to Jumpin' Jupiter or I forget what it used to be called. Uh, Northway Lanes, like bowling, skating, anything. But one time we, we had a thing to go to the movies and see Spider-Man. And at the time, once again, I'd already seen it, but I was just really excited to go with a big group. And it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of yeah. fun. It was very different because in this boys club program was one of the kids that I got into a lot of conflict with in elementary school. His name was Dakota. Um, and at the time he was kind of a, we kind of had this bully, bullier, bully relationship. He was the bully at the time. That's a weird way to say that, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. What um, is? And when we went and saw this movie, I guess this makes it a little special. We bonded. We like kind of became friends for one day on the bus ride to and from the theater. And then after that, it kind of just fell apart. And it was on that trip to go see Spider-Man at the theater. I also remember joking around uh, about the scene in Spider-Man when uh, Mary Jane and Peter are talking in front of Aunt May when she's in the yeah. hospital. Yeah. And I are <laughs> joking around like, what if there's a... Like, like a fart sound. <laughs> yeah. It's very immature, but what the fuck? I was in elementary school, okay? But that's kind of a special memory. It led to that one brief moment of friendship between a bully and me, but unfortunately, it, I don't know, didn't go very far after that. I don't know. Maybe I always felt like maybe he felt like, oh, I'm the tough kid or something. I, I'm known as the bully or I can't be friends with you or something. Like even though we shared a brief friendship. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I do. Yes. Like yeah, I have a reputation the... sort of thing. Uh -huh. Like that's just the impression I got. I don't know if that's kind of like it Flash really and was. Peter. Yeah. It was kind of be like that, but I don't, I don't know if it was actually like that. That's just the impression I'm kind of getting that I got from it. But because it kind of made me feel bad, like uh, trying to be friends with him and he's not receiving it, you know, after that trip. But anyway, yeah, this is the movie that actually made me fall in love with Spider-Man. So I'm really excited, particularly these movies. I also had, oh, how am I forgetting this? I got one of the magazines, like it was like Entertainment Weekly or something. And it was a special Spider-Man edition. And I would look at that all the time. Like just the pictures Classic. in it, yeah, and even like even the descriptions and everything. I would just look at it all the time because I was really excited for it. I can't remember if I got the magazine before or after, but doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's not good. So yeah. it means different things to each of yeah. us, and uh, we're real excited to tackle this because um, I'll be honest. I know. I'm going to love these just as much as oh, whenever yeah. I watch them. But I am – it's going to be fun to kind of make fun of certain parts because some stuff oh, okay. yeah. just doesn't age well and you're like, that's – Absolutely. So this is going to be a real fun one. Funny, fun, funny. It's going to be really interesting. I just watched Spider-Man 3. This is one of those ones where like it's not a comedy, so it's going to be real funny right. to make fun of. Right. But just know it's all in good – Fun. How many more times can I yes. say fun or funny? Fun, but funny. Uh, we love these. We're really excited to take them on. We're really excited for you guys to be along on the ride with us. So yeah. 
Welcome, I actually watched, Web Slingers. I watched Spider-Man 3 just recently, and I'm actually looking forward to getting into that one. I cannot wait. All right. Well, but, uh, Spencer, everybody yes. tuning in, our newcomers and returning listeners alike, thank you for tuning in to a new episode of Sequel Men, the podcast. Um, we're wrapping it up on Austin Powers with this one and swinging into Spider-Man next week. Um, Ooh, nice. Yeah. It is nice, isn't it? Nice little <laughs> transition. You know what else is nice? What? Knowing where you can hear us. So you can yeah. hear us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and of course Podbean, as usual. Share us. Yeah, tell people. That's the biggest thing you can do. And uh, you can also find us. <coughs> excuse me. You can also find us. Uh, you can, well, you can email us directly if you have any feedback, anything you liked, anything you want heard. And um, if it's worthy, which at this point all of them are, I'll read what you write if you send it directly to this email, sequelmen19 at gmail.com. You can send us anything, even if you don't like us. Cut us down, whatever, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> fuck off, but still. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Don't I mean, listen it, it, to him. <laughs> no, our critics are the best uh, coaches because you can learn from them. Uh, so where was I? You can also find us on Instagram at Sequelmen the Podcast, or on Twitter at Sequelmen19, or on Facebook, and that's where you're going to see most of our interactions until we get super big. Then the other stuff will become more um, relevant. But uh, yeah, Facebook, you can leave us. Uh, you, obviously, like you just heard, you can send a message. I'll read it and send us a message give us a five star review if you like us or if you don't give us a review on iTunes or wherever you can do that but five stars really help they they boost us up there so you, you see us a little better we get seen a little better oh yeah uh, write us a, re- a review I'll read the review and you'll be famous to our like however many listeners I'm not gonna give a number because uh, <laughs> just our listeners so it'd be much appreciated. Message us on Facebook. You can recommend us on Facebook on yeah. YouTube. But uh, so that's that. Thank you guys. That's that. Yeah. And as always, Spencer, we can't wait until the next one. That's right, Christian. Because here at Sequel Men the Podcast, all films are created sequel. Take care. Austin Powers. Austin Powers. International powers, he's powers, awesome powers, he's a flower, look out, it's awesome powers.